I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cast and Crank. We're doing part two of uh, Ballast Point since I fucked the first one up. <laughs> part two of part one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Scott Pethall. Yes, sir. Matt Moyer. Yes, sir. Mike Lane. Mikey Lane. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to do this again. This is going to be a, a fun one. Uh, it's cool to have these guys on. Uh, when I first started fishing, uh, the first like Instagram page I had, uh, fishing page, I remember Ballast Point followed me back, and I was stoked as fuck. You know, like, God, this was, like, years ago. A couple, when you guys probably had the team page, you run it right now? Yeah. Yeah, so it's cool to have you on. Like, this is one of the... You guys were one of the first guests I kind of reached out to. I said, cool, let's do it, you know? Took a little time, but we planned it. Uh, we had a fucking blast at Ballast Point. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much. a lot of beers, bro. It was fun. So, uh, it's cool. Let's start with Scott. Uh, Scott is a, kind of a... Cool thing for me is my uncle fished in a bass club with him, too. So not only my uncle kind of helped me bass fish, and it's cool to have Scott on since he's fished with my uncle before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, let's we talk fished about actually how you started, too, and let's talk about the club. And you know. Yeah, you know, I started, uh, well, I started fishing when I was really young, but uh, got really into it through uh, junior high and high school, and then about high school is when I started fishing clubs and fished with Bass Ackwards, fished mm-hmm. with your uncle. And Did you fish like, with Jerry, too? Mayhew, yeah, Mayhew. Um, Did they combine then yet or no? No, we we didn't. Uh, I think he fished in a different club. Mm-hmm. I, he, I don't think he ever fished in Bass Ackwards. But um, in the beginning, we used to. I used to all you know all those tournaments. Everyone shows up to like ABA and Western Outdoor News back in the day. So I used to see everyone there. You know, see see Mayhew and Hagashi and all those guys back yeah. in back in the nineties. <laughs> That's some history. But uh, I really started fishing uh, club tournaments about high school and. Uh, same thing, bass backwards, fish with your uncle, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Ron Bueller, and did yeah. that for quite a while, and then ventured off from that. And we still fish the club, but we used to fish a lot of ABA team tournaments and uh, Western Outdoor News team tournaments. That's when it was really big. You know, you'd get a hundred to a hundred and twenty teams back then. That's so a lot, yeah, yeah. A lot of teams. It was a good time to fish, though. That's when, <laughs> that's when fishing was awesome back then. That's when the yeah. swim bait. Did stuff. you used to fish Irvine Lake a lot? Not a lot. Really? Yeah, not a lot. We used to do some night tournaments out there, I think. Yeah. Bass tournaments, but uh, not not really. We we mainly fished, you know, Castaic, Casitas, 
uh, Paris, some San Diego lakes. Yeah, I love Irvine Lake, man. That was where I caught my first bass. So right, <laughs> yeah, I miss that place. I mean, we we did fish it, and um, it was a great fishery. Had an awesome night bite there. Did you do the Oso thing when they did the Boy oh, Scout yeah. thing? Um, actually, we were members there way before the Boy Scout stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually had a key to the gate. Oh, so, no way. Yeah, we used to actually dump our boat in there at night. I fish. have a, a guy uh, that had on a fish head underspin. Uh, he uh, he had a family member, same thing. They would spend the night there, and they would drop their boat off. Their dad would drop their boat off at Oso, and they'd fish all night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was awesome. It, that place was epic yeah. back then. That place had probably more shad in it than any lake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the fishing was amazing. Uh, Damn. I mean, it was very, very um, average to go down there and catch 100 fish in a day. I mean, it was every day. I mean, <laughs> Good you could luck at a lake like that now, man. I Fuck. know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I think I haven't been there in probably 15 years, maybe even 20 years. Wow. Um, and I know when the Boy Scouts came, uh, the fishery kind of went downhill a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. they moved a lot out, too. As my uncle said, that he went, they went with the club, and they'd like... They were transferring yeah, fish transferring out of there. Fish, yeah. yeah. Matthews, ever get to fish Matthews? Uh, never got to fish Matthews. I wanted to really yeah. bad. We used to we used to take the back road into Paris all the time and drive past Matthews yeah. every time. You're like, oh, God. It looks so good in there. <laughs> it does, dude. But uh, I heard stories from people, like, they'll take... They'll have like one day where everyone will be in line at Diamond Valley and they'll be like, all right, let's go to Matthews. You guys can fish it today. Yeah. They used to do um, sampling there. Yeah. So they would let guys go in there and um, put fish in live wells and stuff and just sample the fish. Yeah. But okay. I never got uh, in on that. <laughs> Wish I could have. Well, let's move to Matt. Let's tell us a little bit about your uh, story. What story would that be? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, how I got into fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I. I, I just was drawn to it. I guess my dad was into fishing, obviously, just like a lot of the podcasts you've done, you know, uh-huh. good dads get you into fishing, get you, get you off the streets. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm born and raised in San Diego. And so, uh, my dad was a, a post postal worker in Santee. I'm, I got my start going to Santee lakes, you know, it's like a seven little tiny lakes yeah. that it's like a chain, and the bass are catch and release and uh-huh. bluegill and stuff like that. And I would just go there and, and I got my biggest bass out of there, That's nice. you know, and what I just, was that? it was just under nine pounds. Damn. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was off a of bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm nothing I, against that. With, dude, the trouble, with the treble hook. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> you know, there, 80 pound test. <laughs> there was this, this dude, there was this dude, on, the, <laughs> there was this dude on the, on the bank and he, uh, he had caught the mail and, uh, he had on a stringer and I said, Hey, you know, these are catch and release. And, and he's like, no, no, I'm taking this home to eat it. And uh, I saw the bed. It was a pretty big bed. Yeah. And uh, I just was like, oh, dude, there's got to be a female around here. And, like, I just threw a jig and pig on it. And and that big female just came out of nowhere and just fucking blasted it. Dude. You know, and it was, it was insane. You How know? old were you then? I was uh, in high school. Dude. Yeah. Was, That's your PB too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And, and kind of, like, after that, I got into saltwater. Yeah. Cause just because... You know how it is. You go out to these lakes, and it's like if you catch, you know, three bass, it's like a good day. You know, like, and my dad's like, "Hey, let's start fishing." You know, there's these spotted bay bass. He goes, "We can catch a bunch of them." That's how I kind of got it in the salt water. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the same thing with me. I'd go, and my wife would be like, "How many fish you catch?" Three. 
Yeah. Then I'd go to the ocean and I'd catch, you know, 20 spotties or 25. Mm-hmm. She's like, you really fucking fishing freshwater? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Catching shit, you know? Yeah. Like I fished, I fished San Diego Bay like um, a couple weeks ago and easily 40, 40 spotties, nice. you know? Some good ones, dude. The post stuff you guys post up too. You're, yeah, I've yeah. been getting some, some better better grades. It seems, you know, I, I heard that the spotties kind of uh, have a life expectancy of like, you know, seven to 10 years. Uh-huh. Um, actually, from, uh, you, you know, Tom and Val? No. Oh, they're they're great people, and uh, he he uh, he was saying that this this guy was doing a big old research on spotted bay bass and how they kind of cycle, and uh, you know, like they 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 get big and then they die. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, it's kind of crazy because you never really see any floaters or anything like that. Obviously, the mantis shrimp and everything just probably eat them up. But yeah. um, you know, we went through like uh, probably this last like two or three years, it seems like you catch a lot of like the 13 inch spotties. And now you're starting to get some more like 14, 15, 15 and a half. Especially with Instagram. Do you see some of these dudes post fucking pigs, man? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. (laughs) seems like a lot of them come out of Huntington Beach. That's because yeah. they're back in those fucking <laughs> back, <laughs> the back in the naval. Area. Yeah, yeah. The, kids, the, the kids area. walk back there and probably yeah. just bang it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right, Michael, let's talk about your upcoming and what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much like everybody else, I started out with the lakes with my mom. I believe she was taking me to the Mile Square Park catching bluegills and and then bass and stuff. But I was really never into the. The freshwater thing was pretty... I wasn't very good at it at all. <laughs> I don't think I was very good at anything, really. But but then... So, here comes Moyer's favorite story. Yeah. <laughs> Freak the bottom. <laughs> so, so, my dad worked on the oil fields out, off of um, Seal Beach. Um, the older one, when it, before it got taken out with a storm. But... Anyway, so my baby, so he would drop me off with Frank the Bum, which was a bum that lived on Seal Beach Pier that fished all the time. So he was my babysitter. So I got to sit on Seal Beach Pier from morning. And then when my dad got off work, he would go to the bar. <laughs> so, you know, so I just started fishing saltwater that way. And then I started meeting everybody there. I really got into bat ray fishing. Like, bat rays and sharks was my thing that was yeah. that was it and uh <laughs> so yeah so i i really during that i don't even i don't even know the times but it was like all the time just me and frank just kicking it <laughs> but back then like they had a little peer tournaments and shit you know did and, frank and ever make you i got i got he did he, he made me a lot of little candy bars and stuff there was he, he, he said he was a priest oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, but they had, they had some cool, cool little stuff, you know. And um, played with my little herring. I mean, my mackerel. Um, uh, but no, I had a good time on the pier, man. I saw from the pier, man. I met so many people because all the sport boats back then would go off on Seal Beach, and then um, you know they would have little tournaments and shit. I got a second place, I think, you know, for like a big herring, or I don't even. I think they had herring back in the day. There, it was a Tommy Cod. Yeah, same same, same thing. thing, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. So so, um, so from there so from there, um uh they used to have a thing called the Annie B barge, which was a barge uh that was anchored out by the uh break wall. And um so I got a job out there when I, I think it was like thirteen, fourteen and fifteen, uh, I think it was. And during the summertime I just lived on there. So I yeah. I, I would go there on the weekend and um so I got to you know 
I set up all my battery rods and shit, and then I'd scrub the scrub the, the blood, and then I'd eat, and then I'd fish bat rays all night. <laughs> and then when everybody got to leave, when we sprayed down the deck and everything, all the bonita would show up, and we'd have the little Daiwas do the little crocodiles catching bonita. That was the best time ever. And then, then I stopped fishing for a long time. Yeah. We can get into that later if you want. We should put some bat ray on the Traeger. Dude, bat ray is like uh, <laughs> fake scallops. Bro. Yeah. That's what I heard, right? Yeah. I heard dudes the like get little fucking cookie, cookie cutters. Yeah. And then pop yep. out little oh, yeah. You ate them before? It's a skate. No. <laughs> but I sold them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, Mikey Lane's daddy, you ever seen him? No. Straight pirate. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't always a pirate. Yeah, he's a straight pirate. Yeah. My dad. So my dad was oil field worker, mm-hmm. yoked out, just full jailhouse, you know. Yeah. Then he shot himself in the head. Oh man. And then he became a pirate. He's a pirate. And he turned into one eyed Joe. Oh, when he Joe. shot himself in the head, he he's fine. I mean, he lived. <laughs> dude, he's a, he's a lame. Of course, he's <laughs> fine. Dude, what do you make it sound like? Fucking, he died. I'm like, and you're like, yeah. But then I no, 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 no. I'm like, well, no, he shot himself in front of me. Oh, fuck. You know, dude. but he survived, and um, you know, he's doing his deal. That's it's like, awesome. it's like Goonies, man. Lanes, lanes never die. Dude, <laughs> we, we went, we went to Bass Pro Shops, and I brought my kids, uh-huh. and his dad comes, and his dad's got this patch, and he's got uh, these tattoos on his head <laughs> and stuff, and like my son came up to me, he's all. Dad, is he a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Nicest guy ever. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, <laughs> unless you live with him, <laughs> that's how it usually works, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start talking about saltwater bass since you guys are pretty known, you know, for uh, your bass, your team, Ballast Point team. Uh, let's talk about each year. Guys, we'll start with Scott. How you got into Competing in saltwater bass, you know, uh, in the organizations and stuff like that, your placings. Yeah, I mean, um, go around the table. It's like four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, again, we I started out in freshwater, and then um, I got into saltwater actually pretty heavy um, through high school. Also, I did both, um, and I actually uh, when I was probably twelve, I want to say twelve or thirteen. No, I'm good. Thank you, bud. Um, I was, uh, I used to work down at Davies. I worked at, uh, the tackle store there, Tease Tackle. And, uh, that's awesome. Here all the alcoholics open there. So that is 10 o'clock. <laughs> but yeah, I started working down, uh, at Davies and, uh, I, I was running the, uh, helping out in the tackle store there, putting line on rental rods and doing anything that needed to be done in, in Tease Tackle there. And then when the boats would come in, um, you know, I'd jump off and help scrub and help do things. And then I kind of started uh, pinheading on, on the Western Pride and, oh, no and the freelance and uh, here and there. And um, that really kind of started my saltwater stuff. And then I started really fishing the bays and, and offshore. And How old were you then? I was probably, I think I started there around 12 to 14. And So you uh, got into the, to the bay fishing a little younger yeah i mean i was pretty much uh a freshwater guy all the way up till then and then uh and then started getting into this into the salt stuff i mean really working down at davies kind of got me into the you know we used to fish the bay right there right off the docks yeah kind of started getting into it and uh and enjoyed it so um when i started hearing um one of my old partners uh that i used to fish freshwater with um came to me uh this was later on probably in my 20s maybe 20 years old and said, hey, they're, you know, they're starting to have some decent saltwater tournaments that are kind of focused like freshwater tournaments mm-hmm. are. 
you know, you want to check them out. So went out and started doing that. And that's kind of how I got into saltwater tournament fishing. Uh, I've always, you know, just fished, fished my own stuff. How um, old were you when you started entering the tournaments? Oh, probably 24. Okay. Probably in my early 20s, somewhere ah, around yeah. there. Yeah. Um, we fished some uh, saltwater tournaments. They had bay tournaments uh, that they ran out of, uh, I want to say, Angler Center. Uh, way, way back. This was when I was in my teenage years, probably like 16, 17, wow. 18. We used to fish those all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think Davy's locker working down there really kind of got me into saltwater fishing. So you grew up fishing your bay that you fished was Newport was Newport, Newport yeah. mainly it's a hard fucking fish place to fish. Dude. It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, back then it was awesome. I mean, we yeah. used to, we still had the, uh, uh, I forgot what boat it was back there, but it had the big paddle wheel on it before they drove oh, the Ruben right? e. Lee. The Ruben e. Lee back then. Yeah. And dude, I got stories. Of dude, Lee. back then they used to have stripers that used to run that bay and we they catch... still, they, they got them back what? in there, but yeah, no, we the MPA to... area. Yeah. I've heard. Uh, so I've seen Instagram shows you everything, bro. Oh yeah. There's, there's stripers <laughs> that run our bays. It's I mean, all true. There yeah. used to be a lot of dude, them. Scotty got stripers in LA. Yeah. I've caught yeah. stripers really? in LA. Well, how long ago yeah. was that? Six years ago? Five years yeah, ago? Yeah. Probably six years ago. We were five pre-fishing years ago. dude for some spotties. Oh no way. Yeah. Double stripers right yeah. in front of me. I, I got, got, I got like some me. strippers in San Francisco. I couldn't catch shit. Scotty doubled up. I didn't get nothing. <laughs> so bomb. That's cool. That's that's awesome, dude. I've talked to Benny about his. He got that yellowtail too back in the harbor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Catching fish like the exotic fish to the harbor is yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah, You see, see them all. We see them free swimming back there all the time. I saw yeah. first, but the striper thing. <laughs> There's big groupers in there too. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, broomtails. I broom think. Tail. Yeah. yeah. Down in San Diego, I've seen some pictures. Glide too. Yeah. <laughs> Those big Goliaths are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on one. <laughs> Goliaths. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that that bay back then when I was. I mean, when I was uh, in my early teens, uh, Newport was really healthy. We had lots of grass back there, and it was a lot like Mission Bay. It wasn't. Yeah. Dr- it wasn't dredged out, right? No, and it. And you it, could fish uh, behind so PCH much. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that that just closed maybe four years, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. could fish that whole area, but we had awesome uh, eelgrass. Uh, eelgrass beds uh, all through Newport, it's and it was really way. super healthy. Yeah, uh, we get all sorts of. Um, like I said, I mean the stripers used to run through there, and Dude, yeah, um, you could literally sit up on that Reuben E. Lee and catch stripers and white sea bass and all sorts of stuff back there. Yeah, they get them off Dana Point too, huh? The stripers like off the beach, right? I think they run the yeah. coast. I mean, yeah. they're here. It's just I don't think you a lot catch, of guys catch I, them. When I fish the jetties a lot, I, I catch white sea bass a lot. I used to because they had that pin over there in Dana Point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so but uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite places to fish Dana Point too, surf fishing. Yeah. But yeah, there's some, I love hearing about like bycatches. Yeah, well, because you never know with salt water. That's what I love about it is a bycatch. Yeah, yeah. I think in the next couple years, if we get some more cold water like we're getting, and uh, we'll probably start seeing more stripers, yeah, salmon, yeah, all that. Dude, that'd be crazy. Albacore might come back. (laughs) Man, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's talk about you, Matt. How you got into it? You have a pretty interesting story too with the kayaking. Yeah, I kayak fished for twelve years. Yeah, I mean that was that was my thing. You know, my dad and I uh, we used to longboard and. When the fishing or when the surf wasn't good, we we paddle. Out, we'd bring some rods and we would paddle out tourmaline, which that area off of PV Point now is all closed off. It was like one of my favorite calico bass spots. I mean, it was just epic in there, yeah. big big rock area. But um, yeah, I got into um, 
it, the kayak fishing started to get really big and really popular. And then they started doing, you know, tournaments. Yeah. And um, we'd get like 100, 120 kayakers in these Bay Bass tournaments. And uh, my very first one that I ever fished. Sorry, I'm going to burp. <laughs> it's fine, bro. Just do it. <laughs> um, I don't have a dump button yet, bro. So the, disgusting. The very, the very first, my dad, my dad was always the one that was like, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And, um, my dad was just a killer, killer dude. You yeah. know, um, he's no longer with us, but that's that's a different story. But anyways, uh, he's like, "Hey, let's do these kayak tournaments," and I was like, "Why? <laughs> We're gonna get our ass kicked, you know?" And he's like, "Yeah, but it's you know, it's fun. It's hanging out." And so we went to um, we went to this Mission Bay one, and it was raining and the weather sucked, and uh, it was it was it ended up being really good. I got big fish of the it's my biggest spot I ever. Were you were you uh, fishing as a team, you and your dad, or was no, it just no, it's all independent. But you can you just know? fish next to and, each other. You're, yeah, you know. we, and it was cool the way they did it because they had way boats, so they'd have like five way boats, and um, you know, like uh, we had uh, live wells on our kayaks, but you know, you keep like two or three yeah, spotties yeah. in there, and then you paddle up to the way boat, and then they weigh them and you release them, but. Um, I was lucky enough to get a my very first tournament. Uh, I got a three pound four ounce uh, uh, spotty, yeah, Dude, just giant, documented, on six, six documented, pound, six right? pound <laughs> test, six pound test on a, a rainbow. Uh, I remember it was a rainbow blam. Damn, Damn. So, that's a big fucking spotty, yeah, dude. It's yeah. a good memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got a good memory. Um, so then I just, I, it just, it just kept growing, growing, and then uh, Cobra kayaks. Like was my very first, uh, not Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> I, 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 that was the first thing I thought. Of. I went into yeah. full yeah. Karate. Yeah. Sweep the leg. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> these fucking assholes. Everyone starts saying. I, mean, <laughs> I was in the full crow. Crane. 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 I like crow. I, 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 I was doing the crow. Oh, I, my own I, I, just so you know, I make up my own <laughs> words. My own words. Okay. It's lame vision. Yeah. So. So I mean, there, were, there was uh, there was you know cobra kayaks, ocean kayaks, <laughs> uh, wilderness kayaks, and uh, Hobie kayaks were kind of like the four. Were they uh, coming up then, Hobie? Because Hobie seems yeah, like Hobie was 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 that was like right when like the paddle drive was going to come out. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, and everyone kind of was like you know I think afraid to like go there, and they heard that they break and things like that. Yeah, now, now like. Now, everyone now everyone has <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the Hobie kayaks, but Cobra sponsored me and they gave me a free kayak and oh, which was sick, really cool. And, and they sponsored all these tournaments and, you know, I was lucky enough to like start to learn the fishery really, really well. And I uh, won a couple of the tournaments. So were and, you doing a lot of the kayaking was just uh, bay bass, the tournament? Yeah. But then I, like it, it, like after I wanted to, go to la jolla la jolla, okay. la jolla was the deal you know to get yellowtail white sea bass and um it took me it took me a good probably year two years of getting my ass kicked before i i really started to dial in la jolla and, mm-hmm. and figuring out how to catch you know the um big home guard yellowtail starting to figure out the white sea bass and i got my two biggest uh, uh i got uh almost a 60 pound white sea bass from the kayak and then i have is that a, your pb that's my pb oh, wow. and then i got a one over a uh, yellowtail over 40 from the kayak no way and then i met my buddy jim salmons who's got a, a show on the uh, kayak fishing network and uh 
he ran these trips down to uh, um, like by, down by Los Barillas, like put to Colorado, and. W- do you like that Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, the big thing was trying to catch a marlin mm-hmm. from the kayak. And uh, I was lucky enough to, I, 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 I was I was fishing for yellowfin tuna and I caught, I, I hooked up to 140 pound striped marlin from oh the kayak, God, towed dude. me 10 miles. And there's no way I could have paddled back without a support boat. But um, there was a support boat there. Yeah. Oh, awesome. it, followed, it followed me out. We got it all on film and that's I was awesome. the 10th yeah. person ever to catch a striped Marlin from the kayak. What a, that's great. Yeah. Man. It was fun. So it just, <laughs> it just kept, you know, it just kept moving up, moving up. And then, you know, I got promoted at my job and I started to get tired of being wet and my gear getting hammered on, <laughs> on the kayak, you know, and then it just, you, you meet people and met Mike and Scott and, yeah. and it just, you know, that's the way the progression has kind of had. And yeah. it's like, then I had enough money to buy my own boat and stuff like that. That's so. cool. And you do the tournaments too. You, you entered them before all you guys kind of had a separate team you're on previously. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and we've been fishing the tournaments. Yeah. When I first minute, got yeah. into uh, tournaments, I fished with Mike Reba, Reeves Lures. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Mike Fished with someone different. I fished. Uh, I had two partners before Scotty and I. You had yeah, Burgo and EA. Yeah, I, yeah. I fished with uh, Cobbs F. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. That's the the two guys. My uncle I, I talk about is you and Matt Freshwater yeah. guys. Yeah. You know, and the same thing when I first yeah. interviewed uh, Matt, he's like, "Your fucking uncle's Jim, Uncle Jim." Uh, yeah. yeah, like no yeah. way. Yeah. And then I met Nick Dragemeyer through kayak fishing. Yeah, dude, that's and crazy. Fucking yeah, we bought a boat together. And now he's, he, I bought him out of the boat. Now he's running Los Brillos sports fishing yeah, with man, his I new wanna, wife. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's doing really yeah. good down there. He already has like 60 bookings this year. He did that's his awesome. first year, he did 120. Dude, and he's got great. this badass American Ponga down there and one of the best Pongeros. And yeah, I he think was in here and talked yeah. about it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just went down to him and uh, Matt Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Just crushing them on the rip baits. Yeah, he said it was so fun. And, yeah. and they don't, they don't. None of the guys. They're, they're all asking, "How do you? What are you? Where are you fishing those?" <laughs> Nick's like, "Do not tell Carlos. Do not tell anybody." <laughs> yeah, because they don't fish rip baits. So that's a great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be someone I. I wanted to reach out to him and even get him on just because I could do phone. Yeah. So like, I got to work my way to San Diego. I know I haven't really gone that way. I need to, but it's just it's been fucking busy, bro. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, Mike, let's talk about yours. Yeah, so um, we're talking about how I got into competition, right? So, yeah, well, like even just taking well, it more serious, you saw. Yeah, so I mean, so I stopped fishing for a, a pretty long time because you know I left home and was on the streets. I moved to Compton, and uh, and then when I met my wife, kind of left Compton, and then wanted to like like show her new things that she's never done so we used to like rent the little boats and- <laughs> i bet you did because <laughs> <laughs> well, i wanted to keep my wife around you know what i mean so anyway we used to, she used to love when we used to rent the little skiffs in newport and uh and uh so we'd bat ray fish there but anyway at that time i started surfing again too um you know surfing wasn't very wasn't very uh popular in Compton so, <laughs> so so i wasn't surfing at that time but anyway so i started surfing again and and so um, I knew EB from surfing, and, uh, and from when we was younger too. And then so we kind of hooked back up. And then so EB was telling me about you know he had this little tournament thing going on. So so eventually he like invited me to go fish in the break wall, 
right? So I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I'm stoked to go fish, you know, break wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I went out there, and it was it was on his little Boston whaler that he has, and so we went out there, and dude, I was fucking <laughs> roping. <laughs> I was fucking on it. I didn't know what I was doing. Evie had me like I was on a twenty pound mono, tri head, five inch swim bait, old man pop. You know, just popping up and down. And, dude, I was fucking slain. What were you using? Scampi or? No, a little five-inch swim baits. Oh. Dude, it was like, I think they were hammers or something. I don't, yeah. I don't even know. But, it was, dude, it was fucking. And, dude, EB wasn't catching shit. <laughs> and, dude, he, he was like, and I'm just like catching five-pounder, four-pounder. I'm like, dude, this is the best ever, Eve. <laughs> I'm all so stoked, dude. Next I know, dude, he almost threw his rod in the water. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, fuck, this is the best ever. Yeah. And dude, fucking taking off and fucking, he's all, dude, take a look at the break wall. I'm like, why? He's all, because that's the last time you're ever going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. Literally, that was the last time I saw it with him. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, I, I was like, fuck, this is badass. Mm-hmm. So then I think after that, he took me into the, uh, into Newport. And, uh, we slayed the spotties back there on crankbaits. We were going about in Pirate's Cove and stuff like that. And I think Evie and I, literally probably one of the best spot, spotted bait um, bass days I've ever had in Newport. It was probably about 100 fish. I mean, it was it was Dude, just, I didn't even know there was 100 fish Dude, in there. It was, it was fucking unbelievable. And I'm like, God, you know. And at that point, Evie and I were like talking about maybe fishing together, you know. But it, was just, it just never really worked out. Mm-hmm. And then so my... I really got into it, and I fucking I didn't have a boat. And then my in-laws were like, I, my, I had a, a homie. I was I had my uh, woodworking shop at that time. I had a cabinet shop. And guy was like, "Hey, I got the seven foot hydrosport. You know, I'm gonna get rid of it." And I think it was like thirty five hundred bucks or something like that. You know. And my in-laws were like, "Dude, we'll get you the boat." Yeah. You know, if you're really that stoked on it, you know. And so I'm like, "Oh yeah." So, so I think this was like the first or second year of the SWA going on. So. So I just started cruising down there watching the weigh-ins, but uh, I'm very competitive, you know? So before I even entered anything, I wanted to go lurk. So I had to learn. I, I didn't know any spots. I didn't know anything. And then, um, and so I just started practicing and then I met up with Virgo, which was my first partner and we all surfed together and stuff and knew it. And, uh, so me and Virgo, we just started fishing together and then, um, and uh, I did a whole year of that without, without nobody, you know, it was just me. Basically they'd have an event. I would just go out and kind of watch, you know, learn and, and hear people talk and stuff like that. And, and uh, so by the second year, I started competing. Um, so that was my first year competing. It was really cool because we found this wreck or it was a wreck off a of new off a of Huntington. Huntington. Don't give it away, bro. And uh, <laughs> and probably, you know, it's probably marked. Oh, well, it, God, it's dude. known as Mike's wreck, but oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> so I'm like. So that day of the tournament, I'll never forget, dude, because I was so proud. Because I'm like, dude, I'm on him. So, uh, uh, um, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Full brain fart, dude. <laughs> it's Mike's wreck. <laughs> Sham, Shamlin, I went full blank. Shamlin came in and he's all, what do you think? I go, dude, if I can get to my spot, I'm winning. But I can only go like 30, you know, right? So we're, he's like, really? I'm all, dude, I'm on him. And the day before, and now Scotty and Matt was fishing too. So Scotty and Matt were the best, right? You yeah. know, so you had to beat Scott and Matt. Yeah, that's what I heard. And um, 
and do the the uh, PV roll the day before to like in the fifties. I remember that. It was, yeah. right? We were on giants. We were on giant bags, and literally the night that <laughs> the, the day that, before, dude, that rolled. day rolled, and it was done, uh, dude. And I'm full throttle, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. And I, I, everybody passes my spot, dude, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, right, dude. Load it up, and like I sat there the whole day. Anybody come near? I'd block them. Just like it was just it's just wrecked, so it's kind of small. Dude, weighed in. We won. That was our first event we ever won, and and I think we weighed like twenty three pounds was or you something. And... Me and Virgo. Okay, yeah, Virgo and I. And uh, fuck, dude, I was like so fired up, dude. And everybody was like, "Who the fuck? You know what's going on yeah. here, dude? These guys is you know new, whatever." And dude, I just love that. I fell in love with it because I'm very competitive, and, and when I say competitive, I'm competitive against myself. Yeah, because like so. <laughs> My dad. So when I used to play baseball, and if the team lost, I got put on restriction. It's your fault. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> right. So I have this competitive drive about myself to do. Yeah. As long I don't care if I lose, but as long as I know I give a hundred percent, you push yourself. You, as hard I push as, you as can. I can yeah. to because I want to be the best. Yeah. And um, and I try to uh, do that with everything. And so anyway, so. Are we going to keep moving on? Because I'm talking. I'm just like, no, no. no. that's, that's why when me and Mike got together, I mean, that's why we work so well together is because we're both very competitive. And it's not competitive in a crappy way. It's competitive with ourselves. We want to be. You guys can push yourself up to this. Well, they're also both adrenaline junkies, all right? <laughs> Dude, that's then, you not... drag, then you drag this guy along over here. Huh? No, no. They, 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 they bring me fishing and they get into, this, into the zone that yeah. they call the zone. Dude, it's not somewhere where I want to be. I don't want to be in that zone. <laughs> and like, like I'll be like, dude, there's a there, there's a wave coming, and then they start going, Moya, <laughs> there's a wave coming, Moya, Moya, wave's coming. Wave, oh, oh. Mike will be like, oh, look at that one, look at that one, and then it'll roll back, and it'll go like you know, almost like thirty seconds or more, and then it'll break, and they're like. Come on, boy. Uh, come <laughs> hey, on. I'm the same fucking way, dude. You got to understand something. So I was very fortunate that my second partner was um, EA, Eric Abrahamson. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, he fished San Clemente Island. And that's how my first trip to San Clemente Island was. I, I trained on San Clemente Island when I was in the Marine Corps, but I never got oh, to fish. Really? He's a drinking cool, junkie, though, so, too, yeah, right? So, Ex-Navy so, SEAL. Yeah, so... So EA was a very good, a, a, He's great a very good waterman. Waterman, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I got to learn a lot from him on on boating and comfortability and and knowing all. Fuck, one time I fucking ran over a goddamn rock in in before the sea one death. time, dude. Death rock, dude, on the front side. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> dude, on his brand new boat, it was brutal. Fucking worst day ever. But but it was Fire like last boat. Yeah, dude, oh. like. Probably an eighth of an inch left before we fucking sink. I mean, I'll, I'll interject. I mean, uh, Mike, one of the best boat drivers I've ever been with. Really? By far. Yeah. yeah by yeah. far. My first trip out to San Clemente Island with them was amazing. I learned so much. But when we were coming back, and you know that, that channel between... Hey, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so this, I haven't so, been there, bro. So, like, the, you got the oil rigs out there. What are those oil rigs? Ten-mile rigs. The ten-mile yeah. rigs. I mean, dude, Mike was... Was cutting and surfing, and it would like it was bobbing and weaving, and I was just sitting there in, in the back, and like I was nervous because, but he was he made the ride Smooth, mo- way yeah. more comfortable than it yeah. should have yeah. been. Like you know, a lot of guys just ding 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 boom, you know, like <laughs> and 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 he was just like surfing it. And yeah, he yeah. just he understands the and I learned I've learned a lot fishing with both yeah. of them. You know, um, 
we had a really bad oh. experience this last year in the Yellowtail shootout. Oh, leaving yeah. from San Diego to San Clemente Island. Oh, I thought that one? I thought you were talking, I thought you were talking about, about cruise. Yeah, cruise. Oh, when we almost died? <laughs> <laughs> Both of us? We've had multiple times yeah. of almost dying. But, yeah, no, that was... That, dude, we left from San Diego to Clemente, dude, to, to get... It took was us it? Five, five hours. hours. Five hours. Yeah. Five hours to get there, dude. It was fucking brutal. Yeah. That's the worst I've ever I, seen. I, I would never do that again, probably. If, if it's even no. acting like that. No. It wasn't worth it. Mm-mm. It just got beat up. It yeah. sucked. <laughs> so brutal. But. Yeah, no. But to go back to, like, Mike, we um, when I first started fishing in a boat, mm-hmm. fishing, you know, inshore, um, the first few times getting, you know, in the surf line, for me, I was scared crapless. Like, I didn't understand it. I mean, I used to surf and bodyboard and stuff, but... When you're in a boat, it's a whole different deal. It's not like you can, you know, duck dive a wave in a boat. Hmm. So when I first started fishing with Mike, we got into some some situations. The way Mike handles boats and the way he knows the water, after about a year of fishing with him, I really got really comfortable with the water and started learning how sets come through, what they look like, what how how the, the current and tide suck a wave you know what you can and can't do yeah and um i mean probably for the last six or seven years i've I, i've never felt really scared oh about. bullshit yeah i don't think <laughs> i have point, point dude, loma dude well you guys were scared at point loma yeah but <laughs> if we ever no. if we if we ever roll our bowl our, our bowl if we, ever roll our, <laughs> if we ever roll our joint you know <laughs> if we ever roll our boat would be um uh in san diego yeah it would definitely be because San Diego is really tricky. Sneaky. But it's, you, but you know why? Is because you guys don't fish it all the time. Because you well, guys, no, you, it's not even that. It, it's not even that. It's the way you, it builds. It, 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 you have oh, every point. You have all this no, stuff. I'm good. I got it. You have all these points that come in there. Yeah, please. Um, you have all these points that you're used to. You're, you 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 could read the waves, but every hour there's that one rogue wave that comes in. That's the mm-hmm. one that catches you. Dude, we all do. Literally, when we first got the boat, remember La Jolla, dude? Yeah, uh, was La Jolla. Yeah, no. It was, Point Loma when you fell out? No, no, no. Not oh. But remember remember when we were on that reef and we got sucked up, dude, and we almost didn't make yeah, it yeah. over? Not the one we got on video. Yes. But the, the other, other one, one. The, on yeah, the new boat. Was, that dude, that one, was one like, was bad. Like, <laughs> for, first of all, we were going 50 in the morning, hit a, a, a tugboat weight going that, that we didn't oh, see. Remember that? Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys have Catalina and San Clemente dialed. Yes. Like, like it's crazy like i've learned so much about san clemente and where the waves break and everything from these guys mm-hmm. and they have this area i mean i can't even find it what's it pussy called cove. pussy cove <laughs> you can't be a pussy to go into it you cannot be a pussy to go into this cove and, yeah. they, and they took me they, it was we were in my boat yeah it was me chris bona from bass knuckles yeah. and it was all four of us on our boat and they're like we're going to pussy cove and, and bones just start shaking his head because bona's like dude i don't want to go to pussy cove dude yeah and we go into this area dude and i'm like where are you guys going, dude? It is like so yeah, scary. Yeah. Dude, there's like there's like whitewash and there's like, but you know what? Once you got in, like they don't, it doesn't break in there. You it know, looks, if, oh, if you're looking at it from the outside, it looks like it's just completely pushing through there. But once you get inside, that reef deflects it. It w- does break in there. It does. But it's got to be big. Ask we Bono to- if you ever get to talk to Bono. Ask him about that day, dude. We were in Pussy Cove. We were out there. Remember, it was a tie. Yeah, so I'm driving Bonus boat because he, you know, he wants me to handle it. Thank God I was because we dude, had to outrun it, dude. It was, it was fucking really? stacked. 
Like what happened was like it was probably a five. It, was, six it had to be a, like a, a, a tide change. It was Something weird. Happened. No, but it, yeah. it was like a ten foot day. Right. Yeah. But Fuck it came dude. in stacked like one. Like it, it was weird. I never seen no, like it, it was there. like ten footers. So I had to like go like this. So I had to go. Most people just punch it. You can't punch it. You mm-hmm. have to be able to. You have to be able to get enough speed to know that you're just going to go up the wave. And then go right back down. And you kill, nice you and kill it, don't you? I, yeah, yeah, kill it. And then, and but the problem was it was low tide, so the first one broke, and I knew it sucked water. Then the next one was breaking more, but there were six of them. I'm like, oh my god, dude! I'm like, bonus, because bonus, I always know he's like, everybody knows when I get serious, because I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm all sit down now, <laughs> <laughs> like it's go time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, dude, you just gotta massage it, go up and down. So I was fishing. Yeah, we should get this I, on video. I was fishing. Well, I was fishing with gestures and oh, we were out, we were out there. I was fishing with Ty Ponder and his son TJ, uh-huh. and they rolled up on us in Pyramid. Do you remember this? And dude, Bona looked like powder from the movie. <laughs> dude, he was so white still. Dude, he was just sitting there and like. He's like, I hate this. Because we brutal. almost died. But man, this <laughs> tell you what, there's yeah. some giants to get up come out of that. Oh yeah, so much fun to fish that zone. Yeah. And let's talk about how you guys like to fish because you're kind of known for the. Uh, you guys burn the swim baits a lot, you know. Like, yeah, we fish coat. fast. We yeah. fish. That's and, uh, what we do. I'm trying to do that. I'm fucking had two, like four bites, four or five bites. I've been going to PV and, and trying it, and I got some of Gary's yeah, shit yeah. and. It's fun, dude. It's like kind of like a frog fishing a little bit, maybe. Exactly. Uh, but I haven't got it down yet. I'm fucking. <laughs> well, it, it, the thing the thing is, is um, you know, Scotty and I. So when when Scotty and I first fished together was uh, we we did a, we booked a trip together was Eric Abrahamson, Matt, uh, Matt and uh, Scotty. Matt went with Eric and Scotty went with us, and we were supposed to switch off during the day, you know, midway, and just you know, just have some fun because we're yeah. just getting to know these guys and stuff, you know, and and so we went out there and. Um, we were fishing, we have a good time, and Scotty fished a slug, right? So mm-hmm. Scotty, but he would burn it, right? And I fished this thing that James Shamlin taught me called fast winding, mm-hmm. and it's a special type of head and a five-inch swim bait that you use, and you you burn it, and I, and I'm talking about burn it to where you've made a bad cast and you're trying to get it as fast as you can. Damn. That's how fast. And so Scotty was burning a swim bait. I'm all, I'm all, hey, I'm going to show you. Because I didn't really want to show him because we always competed during the COC. I'm all, fuck, dude, I really want to show him this. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's Scotty here. I'm, I'm, he's like, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll just do my thing, right? So I'm burning this thing. Dude, I'm fucking roping. <laughs> and finally, Scotty's all right, give me one. Dude, Scotty and I, oh, God, dude, it was clouds of seven eights nine just going oh, oh fuck, man. and dude we it was yeah. probably one of the top it was probably one of the, the best probably trip at clemeni as it, much as numbers as far and as weight. numbers and, and weight. weight yeah it was it's not unbelie- exaggeration nick <laughs> and i'm telling you right now my no. first trip to san clemente with them and they they're like good, huh? Well, you know, I, I, I brought them in on Ballast Point, and they're like, hey, we're going to share something with you, but yeah. it doesn't leave this boat. Mm-hmm. And they took me out there, and northwest corner in the evening just went was, yeah. fucking ballistic. And I was seeing stuff that I was like, I didn't know Calicos did that. Yeah. I didn't know that they reacted like well, that. Well, I didn't watch your guys' uh, The Big Bass Dream Oliver's videos. Fucking Yeah. The first two episodes, dude, I slept through. I just wanted to see the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, and, and that's why the technique is so yeah. good. 
because you have to be committed. Yeah. Because it will. At one point during the day, you will get the right bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the hard part is being committed. But to even that. if you watch <laughs> it on video and you do that, you really can't see exactly mm-hmm. how it's done unless you, you don't see the visual. You don't part really get to yeah. see it. Yeah, because it's all visual. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that day after we finished, I said, "Scotty, man, we ever team up, but oh, dude, it's gonna be yeah. so. It's on." You know, and then uh, Matt's uh, girls were at the age where they started playing soccer, and he couldn't do it. And EA started fishing with somebody else, and uh, and uh, it just happened. And, and uh, oh, dude, it was it was it was on. Yeah, we fished the SBS. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what the we started. SBS that's had just started. started. Really? So me and Mike teamed up for the SBS. Yeah, our first event was I think we got a fifth place in Spotties. I think it was. And then after that, I think we got a second, and then a first, and then a yeah, second. And then you it guys started. were the team to beat. It was, uh, it was on. And it, it, and what happened was, was Scotty and I both fished the same in a sense of not trying to catch a couple dinks. Like let's catch big fish and yeah. let's let's do. And and the thing that was really cool was like, so Scotty knows history of fishing. Every fucking lure, <laughs> everything. Every, he's, he's encyclopedia fishing. You yeah. ask me, dude. I can barely fucking remember your goddamn name by tomorrow. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know names and knots. I don't know anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But what I, what I feel that I've learned throughout my whole experience of fishing is reading conditions and and learning to trust your inner. Um, what do you call that? Your inner your gut. Fu- your, your gut. Your gut feeling. Your yeah. instinct. Because before, because you know, you're you're telling you like it's time to leave. It's time to leave. Which but is you, a big, but you force big it. thing you're talking about, dude. Because it's like having that. I got to move. Yeah. And not doing it and being like, oh my gosh, I know there's a fucking fish here, and there's not. Yeah. You know, and that's a and big so, thing to have. Tournament it's fishing, a mindset right? yeah. though, too, Nick, because it's like you think about like when you go fishing. Yeah. Like, doesn't it seem like usually, like, when you get out there, you're, like, very focused and you're ready to fish and, like, you get bit. You're like, oh, I'm already bit, yeah. you know, whatever. So, and then, like, the day goes on, <laughs> dude, right? Exactly. Well, here's the thing <laughs> that I learned from Scotty and Mike, especially Scotty. Scotty thinks he's going to get bit on every single cast. Every time. And, he t- and dude, it, it, it wears on you because, like, oh, that's the spot. Oh, come on. It's gonna, I mean, he talks to himself. No, it makes and, sense. But he's, he's, he's in the zone and it he's focused sense. the whole time. And, like, I've learned, like, it made my fishing better because every time I cast, I'm like, don't give up on it. I'm going to get bit right there. Oh, that's a perfect cast. You yeah. know, like, and you're constantly thinking like that. It's exhausting. You should be tired by the by the time that Heart you're drunk. done. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't we don't we don't drink yeah. when we fish. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it was what was great also is like if I say hey Scotty I have a feeling there's no like hesitation okay let's go you know what I mean it was like and you learn learn that thing like I know what to say for us to get a fish like we'll be fishing nothing going on be like all right Scotty it's time to move and fucking he's like oh I'm on yeah. and so I just he would, say, it on. He I would just say that shit yeah, just yeah. so he like, <laughs> he wanted to prove me wrong like no yeah. he's like, oh. like okay so you know it, yeah, it's cool you're constantly like Scotty what do you think yeah <laughs> do we stay should we stay yeah well and it, and again it's it's the way we fish we know when we need to move and when we don't need to move. And and the only way to learn that is from a lot of time on the water. Yeah. You learn those over time. You know, you learn that, hey, this, I think if that's it's the time biggest to give thing up anyone can take or, away from anything is time on the water. That's, that's the I mean, I've heard key. almost every guy say, time on the water, bro. That's, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, when we were active in the in the tournament scene, I mean, I, at one point when we fished the SBS and the SWA, we had 26 events that year, I think it was. Yeah, it was every two weeks. You were fishing how many times a week? 
two to three times a week. Fuck. Yeah, because you guys are pre-fishing a lot. Your wife yeah. must hate you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to understand no, that. No, no, my, my wife would have hated me. <laughs> you guys know. I'm in your boat, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My wife? Thank God. Yeah. Miss Nikki Lane is something special. There you though. go, man. Oh, dude. He, I love he, my <laughs> wife, too. My wife's awesome. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. She's listening. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's hard, man, and, and especially with kids. You guys all have fucking kids. It's like, yeah. Well, my now fishing has gone like down, like. Well, now that's what's that's happening like, now is that our kids are at a certain age now, you know, yeah. and 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 it's just the, uh, you know, fortunate for me, the badger, dude, he loves <laughs> yeah, fishing, dude. and mm-hmm. it's great for him, you know. And badger's really good at fishing. He's passionate about fishing, and when he goes fishing with Uncle Scott or Uncle Moyer or, or Uncle Bona. Dude, it's like fishing with one of the boys. Yeah. It's not like having a kid on the boat. Like, yeah. He's on there, and if he's tired, he goes in the back and just sits. He doesn't pot. Because ever since he was a kid, we made it, made it all of them. Like, hey, you come? This is man shit. Yeah. Ain't no baby shit around. Loud. You know, you do, you're not allowed anymore. And he took that to heart, man, because he wants to go good. every time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You know. I took my, my, my son's really into it. He's 12, and he really started to get into fishing. He's a good little stick. And uh, we came home late one, one night. And he didn't help me clean the boat. I didn't say anything. And the next time I went fishing, he said, Dad, he's like, we're going fishing? I'm like, I'm going fishing. <laughs> and I said, he's all, why Why can I go? And I said, well, you didn't help me clean the boat. Yeah. I went fishing that day. When I came back, I called my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm off the water, blah, blah, blah. He was outside waiting to wash the boat. Oh, there you yeah. go. And I was like. All right, I'm, I'm doing. I'm teaching him right, and he loves fishing. So, yeah. um, I was kind of bummed because we were going to do uh, the OBB together. Uh-huh. And that was going to be our first tournament yeah. together, and it got canceled or rescheduled. Yeah, and it rained yeah. out, and he was like super bummed. You guys did the anglers or the clothing? Did you do that together? He it was terrible weather, and he had okay. baseball. Like that's hard. Right bad now, dude, kids, it's like yeah. There's when your kids get that age and they're into something, it's like yeah. Getting my son a way to fish. My middle one will. Uh, my older one, I want him to fish more. He, he's, you know, can, mm-hmm. he's got a bait caster. He can do it all, but he does drum. Drum line's like fucking five days, four That's days. That's rad, though. Yeah. yeah, my oldest. My, my oldest. Right? He, he'll deal it one or and twice you know a year. Age. You know, he, you're at the same age as I am. My 14, yeah. 15, you know, it's like... Yeah, I think I'll catch. It's not really into him. It's not. He's not really into <laughs> yeah. it. You know? They want to text. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to text, text people. Dude. Well, he, dude, Isaiah's so busy, dude. He just has yeah. no time. And the kids, I think, with school, it's like when he gets home, he goes, "I just want to sit here for a minute." I'm like, "You're fucking school all day, bro. You're doing shit." Why do, they, why do they have so much homework? Dude, <laughs> I agree with you. I never had that much homework, well, or maybe I just didn't do it. Seth from Fisherman's Access, his dad is my son's teacher, uh, yeah. so we'll get emails going. Andrew's on the fucking phone. <laughs> He's got detention, you know, like because yeah. you can have your phone at school now, so you know for use it for right. school. But I got this fucking uh, app. Everyone needs to look into. It's called. It's free. It's called RPAC. Okay, yeah. I turn that motherfucker on. It turns everything off except texting and, and the phone. No way. Free of charge. Thank you. No way. Thank you. For and that. you can put schedules on it. So oh, like wow. I can I started at like uh, seven. What? Dude, the kids are gonna fucking hate me. Dude, mom. all of a sudden oh, everything dude. goes blank right now. <laughs> he turns, he has it too. He turns you off. <laughs> when I first tried doing it, I fucking blocked myself. <laughs> and I fucking couldn't get into my phone, and I had to fucking call him. Uh, what the fuck? 
That's yeah. But it works funny. great, dude. I mean, for teenagers, like, dude. It kind of changed speeds, Nick. I, congratulations. I heard you just got your first. You just got a PB, right, Calico? Yeah, for my boat. It was uh, like seven-ish. Nice. Yeah. Nice, bro. No, it was. I thought it was a fucking halibut. Where'd you get it on? Uh, Jerk Chad. Oh. Uh, that's my go Nuclear, nuclear all, chicken? Uh, yes. That's all seven I have. Seven-ish? <laughs> no, I don't have the. I can't find them. I just found some. Well, you? you know, Justin <laughs> orders them from Australia, dude. Does he? Yeah, the coat. You oh, really? Be here. Yeah. So you order up to I think uh, forty dollars. Then after that, the shipping like triples. So uh, you can only get like three packs. I just I just found some That's new pennies. Mm-hmm. Those to me are the original at night tubes. Dude, right? at night they yeah. work the seven inch oh. black. I would I'll kill it on. But this was like at dusk, you know, like in the alley area. Yeah. Um, dude, it was, and I broke my cousin's rods the next day. I went out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got rid of all those motherfuckers. Are you using the owner sled head on it? Yeah. Yeah, is a half ounce, and then uh, yeah, dude, I I use the fuck out of them. I think that's like a like you said the original tube. Yeah. So like leaves him. It, it falls. It falls the same. Yeah. It and everyone in. can catch on it. I feel oh, like yeah. you know my kids. I, that's all I put dude, them on. Dude, right? Just don't blink <laughs> on the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the Berkeley has a three-step method on their <laughs> on their chat on their chat I don't know yeah, do but I will dip? tell you this I don't know man whoever's I... listening to this real quick dude this ballast point passing haze no this is really smooth dude, dude. Yeah. I like Bomb. it yeah yeah like you gotta put on some prints 4.2% percent go it's easy drinking IPA. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the big. That's why I was like, "This is an IPA." I it's a, it's a, ha- it's a hazy like, IPA. It's, yeah. it's uh, they just came out with it. It's nice. Um, they have, have taste it. They have this. You in, have to. They have yeah. this in cans. In a little swag. Like right now, not right now, but I will. Aloha Sculpins in cans now. I love that. I love Dude, that. Aloha that's my Sculpins. favorite Sculpin. Uh, that's yeah. all I drink. If you ever see my fucking videos, I'm working or something, there'll be a fucking Sculpin right now. Uh, we appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, I love it, dude. Let's yeah. talk about how the whole Ballast Point team came together and your involvement. I mean, it's a pretty popular beer now, too. So it's all because cool. of me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a chef, and so um, I went to culinary school in San Francisco, and I've been at La Jolla Country Club for 18 years, and I'm the food and beverage director and executive chef there. Mm-hmm. And um, I met Jack and Yusuf, uh, who were the founders of Ballast Point years ago, and I've always been about supporting local, and it, that's with produce and and beverages and all that thing. So I put four taps. I put uh, the Calico Amber Ale, the Marlin Porter, mm-hmm. the Yellowtail, which is now the California Kolsch because of Australia Yellowtail <laughs> wine sudum. And then I also put the Wahoo Weed on there. Uh-huh. And um the crazy thing was, is Jack White, one of the main founders, he used to like sometimes deliver beer to the club because no they didn't way. have a distributor or anything, and built a relationship with them. And and uh, there's this other guy, Mike Mello, who was really cool, who was like one of their first like head guys, who in sales, like VP of sales. And I was like, you guys ever think about like having a fishing team? Well, lo and behold, like Yusef is like super into fishing, like loves fishing. Like, that's a great idea. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, like free (laughs) beer. Like I I, I consume beer. (laughs) So I started to massage this relationship and it just kind of grew and it grew. And then I met Mike and Scott, you know, it it was just me and uh, Mike Riva on the, on the team. And I met Mike and Scott and, uh, our personalities, as you can tell, like we just laugh all the time. Yeah. Like very, like 
we have a lot in common and obviously they they know a lot about fishing mm-hmm. and uh it was just it just worked out really well like we're i said hey would you guys be interested they well actually no, actually sorry they said they they kind of pushed me like hey did you ever think about like adding another team and um i was like well i know the owner of green flash i said maybe i can hook you up with green flash you know because i'm not sure that they they want like they want to add another team so I went at the time. Mike Mello had been he had quit, and a new guy, Earl Kite, had started. And um, basically, I went to Earl and I said, "Hey, I got these guys, Mike and Scott. They're like winning all these tournaments. They're the best out there right now. Um, what do you think? You know, like uh, I was thinking about like hooking them up with Green Flash." And he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, we're gonna put them on Ballast Point." He goes, "We're oh. not giving this to to Green Flash. Yeah, we're doing this thing." So it introduced them, and uh, I think we where did we meet? We met up in uh, like pizza, pizza, port. pizza port, yeah, right, yeah. pizza Clemente, port, right? and uh, kind of closed the deal, you know. And, and that's towards you, pizza port, right? Yeah, and, and no, no, no. There's one up in uh, San my Clemente. uncle always talks about it. That's why there's, it's a there's, good there's brewery, one, right? Like yeah, there's me. I think there's San one Clemente, called right? Carlsbad. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so uh, Earl's all business. And uh, he yeah, had at the time, were you going to be two separate teams? Yes, correct. Yes. At yeah, the time, okay, yeah. So you it, were you were still fishing at the Mike and, and yeah, you, you yeah. guys, okay, yeah. And and so Earl Earl was kind of like, hey, what do you what do you want us to do? And we were like, well, we have these tournaments, and you know, like, so it started to grow. Like, yeah. okay, wait, we'll pay for your tournaments. We'll do these this kind of thing, and it just kept growing. It just keeps growing, and and they really liked what we did, and um, it that basically just keeps blossoming, blossoming. And then they sold it. And yeah. we were a little worried I because would be, yeah, they, they sold it for a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they let them keep the spirit side of it. Yeah. Which now the spirit side that they, they, that they got to keep, yeah. they just sold it to Budweiser oh, and we don't know for how much. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys have this thing, but anyways, Constellation Brands who basically has like Corona, Medello. Pacifico, Modelo, yeah. Kim Crawford wine, like I mean everything. Ballast Point wants to keep Ballast Point San Diego. Like everyone's like, oh, they sold out. You know, they're doing this. They they kicked it. They're not into the fish. It's all it's all lies. Yeah, you know, it's just fake news. It, it's just fake news. <laughs> <laughs> and and so like they're doing more and more. They're running contests. Like uh, I have a a sculpin sweepstakes. So I'm going to take oh, somebody no out. Uh, they want to uh, him and his wife want a fishing. Uh, it's a half day with with uh, the Ballast Point fishing team. When is that going to be? Um, we are doing it next month. And the contest already started. The month the, the contest was last year. Okay, but the but the guy couldn't get time off, and I didn't want to take him fishing when it was all rainy and and things like that. So he opted for a, a San Diego uh, Bay. Okay, so I'm gonna you know take him out in San Diego Bay. But they're doing things like that. They're still they're still sponsoring things. They're still involved in san diego that's why they made the beer mm-hmm. uh made made in san diego they want people in san diego because the, they when they sold they kind of took a hit in san diego because they're like oh this great beer yeah. sold out and they went corporate and things like that but they are they have the corporate stuff you know but at the same time they're, still they're keeping san yeah. diego core yeah. yeah makes sense yeah i mean just us still being involved just shows yeah, you how exactly. locally they're yeah. staying yeah. Right. you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah That'd be, yeah, exactly. Dude. You know, if they're... What are we crazy. on, like, seven years now? 
Six? Shit, I've been with them for right, like for, 12. For us, though, like, yeah, six, yeah. I think we're seven. Seven? Seven or, yeah. Seven this or might be, 2019 might be our eighth. Yeah. You know, something like seventh that. or eighth, yeah. It's great. I mean, we work with Hillary Kokalis, and she's she was a, a Earl's protege. Uh-huh. She's very yeah. smart. She understands. She she gets us involved. Um we 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 wish we could do more, but mm-hmm. dude, it's one of those companies that's growing so fast, and they're so busy, and they have so many employees. Yeah. Let's put it this way: when when Jack still owned it, he won Small Businessman of the Year, and I, and I think that's fifty or less employees. Now, I mean, they just opened up downtown Disney. Yeah, they're dude. In, they're in yeah. Virginia. They're open in San they're Francisco. In Chicago. They're open in San Francisco, mm. and they're opening. They're not just opening breweries; they're restaurant breweries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the one we were at. Yeah. yeah. Long Beach. Up. Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> How crowded was that place? Dude, that was wild, man. That was so no, fun. It's great, dude. Yeah. We're, we're, we're blessed to have yeah, them. Yeah, we sure. really are. It's a great company. They've yeah. always treated us very, very well. Well, let's talk about some of the big fish you guys caught. You guys, last year, you guys were out fishing with the kite and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. We, we've transformed over into pelagics for sure, the tuna especially, since, yeah. uh, you know, that's what's the... The hot thing going yeah. on now, and um, I just look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this, Scotty P. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on many levels, I mean, not just from a fishing standpoint, but from a marketing standpoint, it opens up a giant world where we never, you can't even access from a bass side at all. And for us doing it on a 22 foot boat as well. That's what's cool too. And some of the footage, like the photos, it's, 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 it's to be able to do that. And and there's so many different types of tuna fishing. Like, you know, for us, it's running and gunning, you know, foamers into poppers. And then now getting involved with this kite flying balloons and learning, excuse me, (laughs) something completely new. Mm -hmm. Always fun, right? Like, like I, I was fortunate enough to go to Guadalupe. And like I didn't know I knew as much shit as I did. Like I was like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like I actually know what I'm doing yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. We Scotty got what was that two two ten or two o four two o seven two o seven two o seven yeah wow two o seven I got a two thirty two thirty or some two twenty five something like that. That was that was a so I hooked this so it was on bonus with Bona and then um, Oliver from Big Bad Streams yeah. And, uh, and, um, dude, that thing got smoked on the dead flyer. 
And, uh, you know, and I got to give a shout out to Billy Kay, too, because he's really helped us out, too. Like, giving yeah. us, you know, I know he takes a lot of heat from a lot of people, whatever, but, dude. He's a great guy. He's a good guy. He's yeah, all, see, I, I, the only time I seen him, I went to that Pacific Sport Coast fishing, and he right. had a seminar. I don't know anyone. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I coached yeah. with his uncle this last year. Yeah. So, oh, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's nothing, a great nothing, nothing but respect, you know? Yeah. And, um, and uh, but, uh, dude, we got, I got... I asked, you know, Bones, like, hey, go off. This is my first big one, you know? Mm-hmm. And, dude, the, the drag was locked. I got that thing in. And, <laughs> you and, thought you were fishing calicos or what? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, you know, once you're at that point when you find out, there's no, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I got that thing in in 13 minutes. <laughs> Full man. Yeah. I okay. got I got mine in tw- I got mine in on twelve minutes. Whatever it was like two, it was like two pounds. Yeah. No, I, I hooked one. I hooked one right at, at dusk. I was on it for five seconds, <laughs> and then I, it came off, and I almost cried because we we watched them all day long. Giants, dude! Like oh. it was straight like. Like I couldn't believe like seeing these things just cruise oh, the surface. Yeah. It's so much fun, dude. It's a, it's, it's a, like, it's a different world. Yeah. You know what's really cool about it? I think what what I take from it, what I enjoy is, you know, we're a bunch of bass fishing guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mainly, I mean, we do fish, you know, tuna for here and there and stuff. But the 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 guys, the pelagic guys that have been in it for a long time, guys like Seacrest, Ben Seacrest, guys like um Dwayne, Dwayne Diego Stud. Uh, Cody Kessel yeah. got guys that have been fishing these fisheries for a very long time they welcomed us pretty easily into it and and helped us along the way i mean yeah. a lot of the stuff in the beginning when we were doing this we didn't know what we were doing we're not we're bass guys and uh they just they just welcomed us yeah. with into 100%. that whole scene and and helped us a lot so yeah, we uh, got like we got just a, it's just a, it's a really a cool scene. scene too. Oh, it was cool. Dude. We got to charter with Dwayne dude because Dwayne's the man. Dude. Yeah, like dude, him. he's fucking legendary. guy is so fishy. Yeah, and um, dude, and you know, I've known Dwayne. Me and Dwayne used to fish together some bass back in the day. You know, and dude, he's just a rad guy. You know, and um, and Ben Seacrest, dude, that guy's a fucking legend as it is, <laughs> yeah. dude. That guy's and, a hey, don't, don't say that. He didn't like it. I know, but I'm going to say, <laughs> I can give I two fucks. I'm a living legend. Dude, yeah. I can give two fucks what Ben thinks because he knows what I'm going to say anyway. All right. Ben, he's a, he's ben a, you're a living dipshit. <laughs> I said what I said. Now he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that gray beard, old man. <laughs> no, but me and Ben, dude, Ben's yeah, been definitely. like a big brother to in this industry, dude. He's really, um, you know, uh, I've been very fortunate that he likes me, you know, and. Um, and uh, just, you know, everybody. I mean, from Afrin to, you know, Reynolds, dude. All those guys, dude. Like, yeah. we've grown up with all these guys. We've, we've got history. we got 10, 12, 14. Scotty has longer than me. And, um, you know, and Moyer. And Moyer's the gentle giant, dude. Everybody <laughs> fucking loves Moyer, <laughs> you know. My problem is that I just voice my goddamn opinion too damn much. Yeah. You know, and in fact, Sometimes. you know, you just know that where I come from. You know, hey, you... you you're always well, gonna, if you, you're always going to get you, me if yeah. you talk. We talked about Instagram. That was one thing that I like talking about is how it's changed fishing. And I was talking to uh, a dude that I started with was this guy Wackham Bates. Mm-hmm. He makes these cool little. Oh, I listen to that podcast. So I'm like, dude, back in the day when you ran your mouth, you got slapped. You know, like right. yeah. nowadays it's not like that. No, it's internet gangsterism. But you know, at the end of the day, dude, when you gr- when you grow up, you know, like because I'm a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat, right? as he rolls his eyes, <laughs> and I'm very mature. 
But at the end of the day, but really, it, it, you know, one thing I, I can say I can take from my dad was, dude, you respect everybody until they disrespect you. If they disrespect you, you make the choice if you want to fuck with them or not. So if you fuck with them and you get fucked again, then it's your own fault. Yeah. You know, so I, I really try to show respect to everybody. If you disrespect me, you're going to know that you disrespect me. And, and, and that's basically it, you know. And, 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 and at least you know that I'm making a smile on your face and then fucking call you a whole bunch of nays when I leave. Dude. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and that's how we all are. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's, um, well, I grew, I grew up a little differently than Mike, obviously. <laughs> I'm straight leave it to Beaver downtown here right now. But like, I'm a very forgiving person. Like, it's just, that's the way my, my dad was. My mom holds grudges a little more, but you know, the thing is, is hanging out with, I would say Mike, you know, we became very close. Um, Mike just said, people take advantage of you, you know, and, and I never really realized that, you know, like, cause I'm just, I'm one of those people that wants to give and uh-huh. help out and, and things like that. And I started to think about some of that, some of those things where it's like, wow, they, they are kind of taking advantage of me and, and they're treating me like shit and stuff like that. But I mean, at the end, like the thing is, is the, the fishing community in, in Southern California is so small yep. and everybody <clears throat> knows each other. We all know who each other are. You know, and the thing is, people are going to talk shit and, and people are going to get angry at each other. But you know what? Like Mike said, if you're just a grown up, you just squash it and move on. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good point, dude. You yeah. Just, and maybe talk to the dudes. Maybe if there's an issue, go face to face. Like, hey, man, you that's know it. what's going on, bro? Is there an issue? Like, I sorry. mean, if there's an issue, okay, then move on and, and, and leave it as exactly. at, at, at yeah. that. But, yeah. you know, it's just... um you know, my biggest thing is disrespect. And it's not saying I am perfect anyways, because I have many faults. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and Wait I have... Wait a second. Certain- Can you play that back? <laughs> <laughs> that I, you, I, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's be like, oh, right. <laughs> I'm not really... I have a lot of faults, man. But at yeah. the end of the day, dude, like, like, it's all about respect. And that's where a lot of stuff has been lost, in my opinion, in our culture, is respect. Dude. Respect the man. Dude. Respect whatever. If somebody's working hard for what they do, respect yeah. that shit. Don't get mad because somebody's doing better than you because they're working their fucking ass it for seems it. like nowadays yeah. ever anyone who's successful or doing something or doing something out of the box they just instantly get this barrage of people trying to put them you know Death. down in their place yeah and it's like Do we're you, we're so not those guys yeah, like yeah. i see the hustle i see what they're doing and i respect it yeah and that's the difference i guess it's a small it's like, it's, it's it's a like small taxi drivers yeah. getting mad at the fucking uber driver yeah, dude. You know I what I mean? mean? He's like, dude, guess what? Dude, yeah. Somebody thought of some shit better. Get in it, dude. Yeah. yeah. You better go get a fucking Uber ticket on your taxi cab. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Mike. You're showing some growth today. Growth? Yeah. I think boy. Wish my penis would show some growth. I was going to say growth in what area? <laughs> yeah. Not that. Hey, stop looking at his crotch, man. Uh, full inverted. It's not my fault that he's wearing fucking dude, I am granddad f- sweats. Dude. No, dude. Take it easy. I'm full G status, bud. Do you guys, do you guys think... How do you think Instagram has in social media influenced fishing? Do you think it's been more positive, negative? I like asking this question because millennials, everyone's got a different, um, different look on it. You it know, it like, depends on how you use it. It, it is, man. It, yeah. If you're using it in a proper way and you're 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 um, self promoting in the in the right ways and you're doing things for uh, whatever companies that you're you know that you're that you represent and you're doing it in a positive way, then I think it's good. But, um, you know, I'm sure there's ways that people, you know, can, as far as like, the only thing that I don't really 
get is the whole conversational piece where they use Instagram or, or social media as a, as a, hey, how many this do you have? And they try to do all these polls or they try to do this or try no, to do Yeah, that. that makes sense. If you're using it to self-promote yourself. To get, get people on the pod. No, no, no. But, you know, no, but what I'm saying is just like where you have a page that's just all about that. Oh, okay. That's all it is. Yeah. And it's just all and it's, and it's all these different um, ideas of you know, what about this company? Hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? And then you have, and it just creates all that negative. negativity. negativity. Yeah. Okay. I get but if you have, you know, guys that are, you know, doing their page and they're doing their thing and they're promoting themselves and they're promoting their company and they're promoting what they do. And I mean, I think it's a, I think it's been beneficial personally. Mm-hmm. I think the negative part of it, as far as, you know, blowing up spots or blowing up bites or yeah. doing this or doing that where it's more conversational, I think is the issue. Do you, are you guys big fans? Like if you're spotty fishing, do you care about what's behind you? Calico? No. No. If. Now, mind you. Now, if we're fishing a tournament and, and I post, you know, I pre-fish and then I post, hey, it's 70 degree water and the tide's this and the fish are biting right here. Yeah, but you guys are lying half, more than half the time. (laughs) You guys take those bodies somewhere else and then take a picture in front of like the lighthouse or whatever at at the LA Harbor and you didn't catch it there at all. Dude, I'm on to your game. Guess what? You should have pre-fished yourself. Yeah. No, like the, the, the thing I don't like about Instagram, I think is, is when somebody, post something about and you know exactly who they're talking about but they don't say the name or anything. Yeah. Why not just PM that guy? Right. You know what I mean? Like like if I have a problem with you, Nick, like mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna PM you and say Dude, I'm gonna I'm I'm uh, DM you. Whoa. Oh yeah, sorry. You're gonna dick me down, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm, I'm 43, Whatever. dude. It's a PM. Are, are you AM it's or pri- PM? It's a private message. It's not a direct message. I'm going direct, Tommy. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, like I think I, I think for growth in the sport, that's what we have to do. You yeah. know, because if you're if you're calling somebody out and you're getting tough after you've had a few beers or whatever. You know, Shit. I mean, come on, you know, <laughs> like, like, like I try to carry myself very professionally. Mm-hmm. I, li- I really do like everybody. Me. I don't want any enemies. Me too. And, uh, the thing is, is like, if you have a problem with what I do or how I'm carrying myself, or if I blew up a spot, you know, direct message me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a bitch on the fucking Instagram no. or some <laughs> no. shit. You know? No. I mean, the thing is like, I want to promote the, I'm trying to promote myself and trust me i'm pro staff i'm not a professional i'm promotional yeah and i'm basically doing the things that i do to promote the the fishing because i love it Mm -hmm. but i'm also trying to supplement my addiction i mean you think if someone did crack and they could get free crack you know like they would do something to get free crack yeah yeah you know but you got to do it the right way no i I agree with you like i i I think 100 percent. like man I, I, yeah, I'm with. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a hard it's a, it's, it's, a, hard, it's, it's a hard one. Yeah, yeah it's a very hard subject, and, and everybody's going to have kind of their their, their different opinion yeah, on it. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard one of your podcasts, and and, and a couple guys that I really respect, Jimmy Decker, mm-hmm. uh, was one of, is a guy that I think is just he's dude, the, the guy's best. a rock star. He's, yeah. he's a total punk rock dude. Yeah, the raddest guy ever, and he doesn't like the welling welling the fish and and he thinks that you know holding up a bunch of fish i I mean i disagree i mean because i mean we have these tournaments and we well all these fish and then i see these guys 
just release them right there at the dock instead of driving them out to like the wall. No, yeah. And you Makes know, sense. when I fished with Nick, we would, whenever we got like big calicos, we would get in our boat, put them back in the well, we'd drive them out, we'd make sure they released and maybe, correctly. Maybe he's talking about dudes that don't. Do that. There might be guys that just say "fuck it" and you know throw it right there. No, but I I, I mean, didn't I, hear so. I pers- I personally like I like the picture where you go with with your 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 best friend. Oh, and, for and, sure. And, hey, and, if and, I got and, two big fucking bad, I'd be oh, all yeah. those motherfuckers up. Dude, like I really I, I really twist a jaw, like really get it for the picture. Just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. My 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 Jackson's calico's off. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's all joking. But most bass fishermen that have competed respect the ocean more so than your everyday angler. Everyday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it comes down to, at least the way I look at things, is I think most guys that are fishing tournaments, they know how to handle fish. Um, I think the fish are being taken care of properly. Um, you know, holding up a fish for a picture is a lot better than grabbing a fillet knife and filleting it out on a board which is perfectly legal and you can do yeah, yeah. so do you want them filleted and killed and eaten or do you want them put back yeah, it, catch it, and it, release works it's just like if you like using tide for laundry or yeah or, catch and release works or, it's proven or, to yeah, work fabuloso I mean, if we didn't have catch and release it would be uh, you know it, 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 catch and release started you know really in the freshwater scene for tournament fishing I mean that's really what if you look at the history of it I mean BASS is the ones that pretty much started. They, those tournaments back in the day were kill tournaments. Yeah. You, you you got ten big your biggest ten fish stringer, and they brought them in on a stringer. They were all dead. Dude. And those tournaments saw yeah. that situation and said, "Hey, we need to start having live wells and doing live releases and doing you know taking care of the of, of the fishery." Yeah. And to say that catch and release doesn't you know help the fishery. I mean, it's 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 a better it's better than killing them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I like the uh, so we had Fred Clinchaw. He's coming out uh, Monday, but he fished the MLF on the Western Outdoor News. They had fucking way boats. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's awesome. The way he talks about it is great because you could be fucking killing it and think I got to go to the way these in or I stay it and I'm just fucking mm-hmm. sitting there waiting for you to leave mm-hmm. so I could right. Which changes the whole aspect of the term. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think like the those future- body tournaments. That would be like well, a, this MLF a, thing is great. I think the future is going that way, where you're going to have some t- sort of um, non-capture, where you're going to yeah. either you either do what like Major League Fishing does. I mean, even back in the day, Western Outdoor News, we had an ABA, we had live release boats yeah. in all of our tournaments. Yeah, um, you know, you put put them in a big giant pontoon boat. You had personnel there and 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 uh, fisheries people that were you know putting slime so coat back on them then, and taking care did of. Did you have to take? You had to have no more than five. On the boat at the time. Right? I gotta go pee pee. Yeah, I think you know <laughs> too. In the beginning, do you want to th- take a break real quick? Can we? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. We're back live. All right. Here we go. Back, back on it. Talking about BASS live wells. Yeah. There you, you go. Yeah. No. But what we were talking about before the break, we, um, you know, you were asking um, how the old Bassmaster stuff yeah. retained fish and stuff, and and I think when I started fishing tournaments, we had actually a seven fish limit. Then it went to five fish limit. Um, but, yeah, the live release boats have been around. I, th- I think in the future we're going to see, like I said, the stuff go more that when FLW you, way. When you were fishing it, did you have dudes waiting on your spot for you to leave? 
I always that that's one. Thing no, no, because it was. Like, you know what? It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't live time. So okay. as you wait, you you still retained your fish in the boat, and then at the end when you weighed them, the okay. fish were taken to a release boat and okay. taken out and released. So I talked to when I talked to Fred, they did it like you get your your best fish, you kind of call them and go to the boat and call them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's gonna so be kind of hard to do that, because. But, and I, I like the only reason I like it because it change, it gives a different aspect to the tournament because that means you got to think about. If I give up on this spot, someone's going to come. Yeah, it, it'll you know? it'll bring a dynamic yeah, to it, especially if, exactly. if if the fish are biting and you know you could catch you know five, six, seven fish in the next you know half hour. Yeah, and you got to leave that spot yeah. and shut it down. It'd be uh, it'd be you'd have to make some decisions for sure. Yeah. But again, like I said, I think um, I think a lot of guys take the whole you know photographing fish and releasing them a little too 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 far. I mean, if you look at the amount of guys that do it. It's a very small percentage of the people that fish. And, um, I mean, you could probably take, like we were talking, you could probably take one half-day sport boat probably yeah. kills more calicos in one half-day than, yeah. than, than the collective guys that do this And it's crazy in because even uh, people will be like, you're not going to keep that fucking thing? Like friends that don't fish, you know, because they go to sport boats to catch calico. That's huge. Bring it home. I'm like, nah. I threw it back, bro. Right. You know? Shit, calicos <laughs> are bombs. Well, no, yeah, for me, good. don't get me wrong. But the thing is, is it's, it's it, calico to me is like my uncle when I started largemouth bass fishing. It's the same fucking idea because it's like it's my fun trophy fish. You know, it's like calico to me. You know, but, yeah. But I mean, just like better. any resource, though. I mean, <laughs> you know, the resource is renewable. I mean, it's not like it's yeah. it's going away. It's not like it's endangered. It's not like anything's you know happening with it. There's yeah. not a giant group. If if you want to if you want to look at, at at trying to conserve it, uh, the guys with the center consoles aren't the guys to look at. No, it's yeah. it's the sport side. You know, and when when I keep college, it's only like seven eight pounders. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like yeah, the, the like, non-breeders, like, like, <laughs> like two, three pounders, mm-hmm. they're bomb, dude. I mean, I keep two. Oh, I'm two, sure two, you, three, dude, because you fucking cook them up all cute. Yeah, did you, <laughs> did you did you see my bloody decks article? No, oh yeah, I saw that you had one. That's fucking yeah, cool, man. You got to make that recipe. Yeah, it's dude, bomb. I'll try it for sure. Yeah, cook, yeah. dude. We had a Rory on here. Oh, uh, Rory's awesome. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> Rory's the that best, was a fuck, dude. I'm trying to get the video out. I filmed the whole thing. My wife filmed it. Like, I was have he a cooking? wireless lap. Yeah, I did a whole. Oh, sorry. What was that? <laughs> Sneezed. <laughs> I think I heard a sneeze. I laughed at my I mic. So I thought like, it was a sneeze and a fart. Uh, I got a wireless <laughs> lab where you like hooked up. Yeah. It was fucking cool, but uh, the conversations we were having were funny. Oh, yeah, like, he's a cool Rory's dude. Rory's great, dude. I did this. I did Traeger? I did that. Yes. Uh, he bring two Traegers down. It was uh, right before you PG? guys did it. Yeah, I so did. it was the weekend before. The tur- oh, okay. Is it the Thanksgiving uh, seminar I did? It with was the where one. I spatchcocked it. <laughs> it was what? the one. No, it was the one with the, the sp- kayak one. Oh yeah, I yeah. Spat- uh, and then I, I I spatchcocked a turkey. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, that turkey turned out so bomb. Don't ever use those words again. <laughs> spatchcock. <laughs> Just, I'm a hey, spatchcock hey. motherfucker. <laughs> it sounds like something you do with a drywall. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just spatchcock that corner. It sounds like something Mike Lane does to his wife. Ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Miss Nikki Lane. <laughs> I'm going to spatchcock you tonight, Izara. <laughs> That's brutal. So brutal. How, how dare you? Who comes up with these names? Who? <laughs> A spatchcock. Like, uh, why is it got to be spatchcock? Well, like caulking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cock all over the wall. You know? Yeah. Instantly, instantly <laughs> think of drywall. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Personal best. Personal Let's best. Let's do calico pers- right. personal best. Right. Sorry, Scott. Ten six. What kind of bait? Oh no, ten one. That's yeah. Ten one. Yeah, it wasn't bigger than Mike's. Mike had a ten four. Mine was ten one. Wow. What's yeah. what kind of bait? Uh, I caught it on a jig, I think. Or no, that was, was on an weed. iron. Weedless. Is it on weedless? Catalina. Oh yes, it was. You're yes, right. it was. Wow. Weedless bait. The land yeah. of giants. Weedless Catalina. Bait. What a what real line and leader and stuff we got. Uh, back then I was fishing with. Uh, gosh, what was that on? That was a long time ago, Mike. That, that was, was like, like six years ago, seven years ago. The beginning of Komodo. I think that was the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, I don't remember honestly. Um, it was a while back. It was straight spectra though. Yes, that's one thing spectra. I like to talk about too. Is because when I surf fish, I always go straight braid. Mm-hmm. We I straight braid everything yeah. we go except for sand bass or spotties. Yeah, really. I go straight braid all on, the time. On, on all the time. Yeah. Even if you're like throwing at the wall, throwing jigs. No, braid. if you're sinking it, you need a leader. Yeah. But yeah. If, if you're in the upper column, straight yeah, braid. Straight, straight braid. Wow, that's cool. We yeah. fish too fast. Dude. They yeah. can't see shit. Yeah. On the wall, I go no less than sixty pound fluoro. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking under. I'm like, yeah. under. I'm like over here with twenty pound. No, I'm like forty pound most of the time, yeah. unless it's, it depends on what wall we're fishing. How long of a leader you guys like to use? Mm. Rod three length. Feet. I, I like two feet, three feet. I, I do, just th- I do three, whatever you can pitch. With. I do like Not three to six. I do whatever. I don't have to retie another leader. Here. <laughs> I just don't so, like it going through the guides. Do the do the Kuma rods have uh, micro guides or no? Uh, not their saltwater no. side. No, no. their well, freshwater rods. They they offer like in the helio side. Mm-hmm. You can get like uh, micro guides or regular guides. Yeah, the spot I use stuff. Yeah, that I use. Is but I think most micro. of the freshwater guys use the micro guides, and the yeah. saltwater guys are probably using yeah. the regular guides. Yeah, because that's what I looked into when I was buying rods. I yeah. kept looking at different rods and shit. But yeah, micro guides are really hard to get connections through. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, I bought one Phoenix rod that has micro guides, and that's a spotty rod. Well, that was the thing that the, the new PCH rods from the oh, Kuma. Gosh, but new wind came over from phoenix uh-huh. and and he came he he was a big influence on the pch rods uh-huh. they're money dude they're they're great. Great. that's what i heard i heard a lot of good things oh, about the dude, rods. They, yeah. yeah we gave we've given up all our custom rods just pch just yeah, pch pch yeah nice. yeah yeah they're what's, awesome uh, yeah what's your uh, pb man um so it's between 10 2 and 10 6 it, i was on a boat so it was wow. bouncing yeah. I don't want to say ten four because tens. because Mike's, Mike's biggest was ten four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm a big guy. I got a lot of crap. Everyone is like, "Oh, nice seven pounder." Nice. <laughs> that, that's the joke. That's the inside joke. Like, um, yeah. I have a picture of it in the live well, but yeah. it was twenty six twenty six and a half inches. Wow! And it was a it was an island fish. Um, I caught it. I caught it at the Coronados. I, I, I a lot of people don't want me to say that, but I I got it on. Uh, you want a me big... to put the dolphin sound? I did no, it before. No, 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 it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> people liked it. I did it with the dolphin sound. When it was <laughs> it was crazy because I was fishing with Ty Ponder and I said, hey, you know, I hadn't really fished the Coronados for Calicos, and uh, I know that you know, everyone knows that Bill Hawkstead caught. I think it was a um, I think thirteen or something Fuck, out there. Fuck man! And um, we were we were South Island front side. And I'm all, hey, do they eat the weedless out here? And uh, he's like, no. And I'm all, well, Scotty P says they're always eating the weedless. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really did. It doesn't matter if it's winter or something. Scotty's, I'm all, Scotty, did they, when I was learning, I was like, they eat the weed? He's all, do they eat the weedless all the time? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And so I was fast winding on the front side. Except for and, Catalina. <laughs> and this thing, this thing, the thing is, is um, 
the fish out at Coronado are very much like the fish up at Santa Cruz. Mm. They're short, they're stout, they're fat, Love and Santa they Cruz. fight hard. Yeah, because you got to you got to realize that that island's not huge, especially South Island. So there's a lot of current. Mm-hmm. It kind of has these drop offs. And I hooked this fish, and uh, it just basically beeline for the back of the boat, and Shit. I got it up. And and uh, when Ty netted it, he's like, he's all, dude, you got it. I'm like, no way, <laughs> because my biggest before that was I I had uh, a couple of eights in the coc, um, which uh, was just an amazing fishing day for myself. But um, we weighed it, and it was it, he's like, dude, it's is going ten six, ten two, ten six, ten two, so he. You know, it's it was over, it, there, it was over ten, and Dude, it, and that's big, man. and so like the whole thing was is I got crap, and and it was great because I saw the fishing community have my back. They're like, "Do you know how big Moyer is? He's six five, two sixty. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, no disrespect to Chris Lillis, but the guy makes fish look huge. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Chris Lillis, but the guy makes it me. I make fish look small. Yeah, I got big friggin' hands. My friends call me Richard Fingers, <laughs> Dick Fingers. My wife loves me for that. But I mean, yeah, that's my biggest. That's nice. Straight braid. Yeah. Um, I I caught it on the tickler. You know, wow. it, it, it ate the ate the stinger hook. You know, if I didn't have that stinger hook on, I wouldn't have wouldn't have caught it. But tickler baby, yeah. What kind of, what kind I of, learned that from Mike and Scott. Yeah, what kind of hooks you guys use on your weed list? Uh, owner, just flashy ones or no? No, uh, no. I, I I use ten odd on everything. Okay, and you guys put stingers on the ten odd beast with a uh, with an owner stinger on it. Yeah, wow, that's cool. That was it's one the, thing I wanted to talk about because you guys talked about that last time. That's cool. So the the stinger hook that they have. They have the, the, the freshwater treble hook. Uh, we don't use that. Mm-hmm. We use the... Um, it's the dancing stinger. The dancing stinger. And the reason why is it's a single hook that you, you thread in the back. And what I learned from Mike and Scott is you can fish that. And when the weedless rolls sideways, it goes weedless. Okay. If you had treble hooks, it's going to snag the yeah, kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And so it works really well. Stinger, bud. Yeah. Stinger's key. We, 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 we had all kinds of names. They, they, they tickle me, Elmo. The, tick, the tickler is the key. Tickler. The tickler, dude, is 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 game changer. It's not the whole little fish or whatever. It's just uh, it's that secondary thing. It's dude. to keep those big fish. No, I, I, I mean, when I especially fish, when they get in the kelp. Yes. I mean, I caught a, a legal on a stinger on a little three-inch big hammer just mm-hmm. you know, on tail. But so let's talk about yours, Mike. You're 10. Uh, 10 four. It was during bigger, it's bigger than that, dude. Well, whatever. But it was ten four. <laughs> ten four. It was ten four, bud. Okay. <laughs> and uh it was during an event for uh uh SBS. It was an SBS event. Yeah. And you went big fish then that one. Yeah. Well yeah. yeah, we won the event. It was it was a non sanctioned SBS event. It was an island event. It was it was just kinda like what, fifteen fifteen guys, I think, you know, fifteen different boats. And we were fishing Northwest Harbor. And uh, I was fast winding, and we hit the little tip of uh, my. I don't want to even say it. <laughs> we hit the tip of uh, Seal Rock there in Northwest Harbor, and uh, down fast winding, and I just get this big blow, boom! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it missed it. It's the best bite ever. Oh, dude! <laughs> and then it, she came back and fucking nailed it, and I'm all. Oh! <laughs> 
and it goes right into the kelp. I'm like, oh, oh no. And I don't even remember. Like, uh, you, I mean, it was big, but you couldn't tell the thing. And I'm coming up, and I'm like, Scotty Net, real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and Scotty Nets, he's all, it's an eight. And he like, because he grabs it and just throws it back. He didn't even look at it. He's like, yeah. that's an eight. Did I grab that motherfucker? I held it up, broke his jawline. <laughs> and I go, Scotty, this ain't no eight. But. Yeah. Dude, I was Dude. on the front of the boat because we were, we were in a spot of fish. So I uh-huh. didn't really take a look at it. I just scooped it and threw it in the back. And I got back up to the bow and I was casting. And um, I heard Lane go, hey, man, this ain't no eight. And I, and I look back and I'm like, <laughs> that's a double digit. Dude. 100%. No doubt. Yeah. Dude, I mean, talking. Have you seen it? No. Oh, I'm going to show you. It's right gigantic. Now, I, I, I actually thought it was in the 11, 12 range. I thought it was, I mean, it was giant. It's the biggest 10 4 I've ever seen. That picture- I mean, the, the head on it was, I, I, I've seen 12 pounders before. I mean, it had the head of a 12. I mean, it was big. Yeah. And you, I mean, you get to know big fish, but even largemouth and stuff, you know, when you see a face. Well, how big one, they are. There's now. one photo of it. That's the one I love that you got of him. It's huge. That's right before I left it, but there, there she is. That's fucking big, bro. Damn. It was giant. That was a big girl, for See, sure. This is, hopefully, we'll start doing video, and then I we have the video yeah. going on, and I can cut in these photos when we're talking. But, uh, but then we had another opportunity. We were fishing the SBS Championship, and, uh, dude, we that sucked. That bigger than that. Yeah. Yes. We, it's, we That's sucked when Dick and one. I ran into yes. you guys. Yep. And I was literally in tears. Like, I literally, know. we were day one, dude. We sucked ass, dude. We were like, I don't know, 11 pounds or some shit, dude. Yeah. And like, we had to make it like a drastic comeback. We had yeah. a couple good fish, dude. We were fishing uh, Rocky Point uh, on the back end of Rocky back, Point. Backside, yeah. Backside of Rocky Point. And, dude, I fished in the weed list and I threw behind us, dude, in this fucking thing. <laughs> Straight gunny sack for the eyes. Jumped out. And dude, Scotty's all. I'm all, dude, dude it's a baby seal. Yeah, you hooked the seal. I'm all, Scotty, you're a fucking seal. Because I, I saw, the, the thing that's funny is, baby is I saw it eat. So, and I was like, dude, it's a baby seal. I saw it come out of the water and eat it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, there's only one thing that big. Yeah. It's a baby seal. And oh, dude, man. I'm like, and it's pulling like drag, dude. Like yeah. I'm all fucking Scotty's up on the TM, you know, and he's chasing, and I'm fucking going down. And dude, he gets right I got on right top. up and down on it, and saw it, and I'm like, that's the biggest calico. We were probably in it's six feet of water, dude. <laughs> and I could see it down. It was like there was like a rock ledge, and there was a big it went piece of like it, a, yeah. um, uh, what's that uh, rag kelp yeah. that was right there, and it had it wrapped around the base of the rag kelp, and it was down there doing that. It was. Just going boom, 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 boom. You think about diving in and in. it was like we were trying like I was trying how, like now how does it work? You can't it, dive in. No, nope. you can't come uh, out of the boat. Um, if you pulled that up, say it was like fifteen pounds, just to say, how would that work? You would have to take it in for the record. How would that? Would you have to bring it in to kill it? Right? No, no. Oh, no. Well, no. If if you, if you submitted it for an actual world record, you mean? Yeah. Um, you can keep I, it alive. I think it just needs to be alive. It just needs to be documented. It probably would have went right to the aquarium. Yeah, it, it was gigantic. It's the biggest calico I've ever seen. Yeah. The, the thing that's crazy, Nick, is that Nick and I rolled up into Rocky Point right after that happened, and Mike was still like, <laughs> like no, yeah, we, 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 we stopped fishing for like a half an hour. Dude, dude, it, it, was, it was like it was it. that moment. Yeah. It was that it was, moment. Like it was. It would have been first of all. It would have been two things because we're so competitive. It would have been a full fairy tale. Because we would have came back and won. Yeah. We would have won the whole championship, mm-hmm. right? 
Second thing, it was the biggest fucking calico that I've ever, that probably I'll ever witness in my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, and it, fuck, it was just all things, dude. It was like you wanted it so bad, you know, and you see it right there. The problem is, is you could see it. We were yeah. right up, right up and down on it, and, and you, you just could see, see it, it right just there. Go, and fuck, dude. <laughs> that one actually broke the braid. Oh, dude, it was brutal. How heavy braid were you using on that 65. one? 65. Yeah. I think a lot of calico bass fishermen have those little stories. Not like that, you but know, okay. But don't yeah. don't don't downgrade my story. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is I probably would have lost it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, Let's talk rookie mistakes because I, I like yours, <laughs> the best mics. When you took the boat out, which one? Uh, overnight, you, you stayed overnight, and then you woke up, and you. This was the first episode you talk about it, and there was a. You took your guys' boat out, and it got and you came home, and it was like uh, it looked like someone got a ballpin hammer and hit the boat. Oh, oh that was oh, in a turn. Oh, no, no, that was when he stayed at. Oh, Cat. Dude, hey, yeah, he stayed that, at. Cat. I've listened to that a couple times, and it fucking makes. Yeah, me dude, it's, it's brutal. So I so every year I take the family, we go to Catalina. And uh, we stay there for a week, and we go to, we get a morning can, and uh, and uh, the the night the morning of, I went to me and Badger going fishing, dude. Fucking, you know the 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 dock master's bringing the boat, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's cool. Like he knew I was coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, come on in. You well, know, that's Mike. Yeah. That's Mikey Lane. I'm yeah, gonna bring his fuck, boat, yeah. right? <laughs> so we go fish, dude. And fucking everything's cool and. They were like, hey, last night the mooring can snapped, you know, like, so it's like down below where, where the engine block's at, it snapped. And I'm like, okay, no worries, you know, whatever. So then, you know, we get home from the trip, no problem. Week goes by, but where we parked the boat at, where we parked Scotty and I boat, is there's a wall, so you really don't see it. I get a phone call like a week later from my son, be like, hey, hey, dad, hey, somebody fucked your boat up. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And he sent me a picture, and it looked like somebody just went over and just, like, cheese grated it. I'm like, dude, people hate us that goddamn much. They came and fucked our boat up, you know? It was straight two-faced. Beautiful side. Oh, yeah. Shitty was, side. I'm like, yeah, it was bad. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, what? And I'm like, Scotty, dude, somebody vandalized the boat, man. And I'm like, oh. When the morning can snapped, it was only hooked to the bow. So all night it was just swinging against another boat, just hitting it all night. Just ding, ding, ding. How old was the boat? By the it wasn't old, right? Our was boat's year? only four years, years old, right? Our boat's three years three old. Three years old. But yeah. I think it was, when that happened, wasn't it only it's like last year? It was, last year. It was like two, oh, years two years old. Yeah, two years so old. So I had to rip the wrap off, go through insurance, get it all new fiberglass. You know, it, it was just cosmetic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it was it was pretty. <laughs> I was bummed. I had the worst thing was calling Scotty like, "Hey, bud." Dude, like, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! But you know this shit happens. It happens. Dude, you know, yeah, we it stuff happens. It's, it's, you know, it's it was like, a great story. I actually think the best part of that whole thing was for about <laughs> four months we had half of the wrap on our boat and half of it off. Yeah. So if we were going down swell, if you were on the outside of us, uh-huh. you, you couldn't see. Who like, we who's were. that? But the other side, you would see the whole other side of the wrap, which yeah. gives you away sometimes when you're on your boat and oh, yeah. you're well, fishing. These right? two guys are so short, you don't see them anyway. So, I mean, coming from the giant, <laughs> dude, yeah, the, the Lake Elsinore picture of me oh, in the middle of YouTube oh, is yeah. the best ever. Even on your full boat, cock and balls. I'm, I'm looking at your boat and I'm like, "How big is your boat?" 
It's 18 foot? Mine? Yeah. 22. It looks like an 18 footer when you're in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, bro. You're so big. It looks makes a boat look small. And my wife's 5'1". <laughs> makes my dick look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes more you just take it too far. <laughs> I, I learned it from watching you. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, rookie mistakes. You got a good one. I'm sure you guys all have oh, a good man. one. Oh, man. I was Mike. So let's try to do your math. I've man. owned boats and I've had so many stupid rookie mistakes. Are you even kayak flipping? Those are... Oh, you want to hear the worst? I actually have the worst. So I, uh, when I was probably eight years into kayak fishing and uh, it, I started to do really well in these kayak fishing tournaments and, mm-hmm. and uh, not to toot my own horn, but I was like, Hey, Moyer, Moyer's fishing this, you toot, know, toot. and so toot, toot, yep. <laughs> and so uh, there was one out of Dana Point, and there was some weather the day before, and it was uh, it was winter time, and lobster season had started, and uh, I had kind of pre-fished, so I I was kind of on a bite like right outside of Dana Point on the wall, like yeah. in this area. There was some like uh, some isolated kelps, and it was a calico. A sand bass tournament, spotted bay bass tournament, and so uh, I had gone out there and I and I already had like two nice like three pound uh, calico bass, and and I was working this the the lobster pots. Mm-hmm. Well, on a kayak, your live well, you have your uh, your bait pump kind of hangs over the side. So I was fishing, you know, the, the the wash was coming in and out, and my bait pump had hooked onto a lobster pod. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm upside down. Shit. So I lost four rods and reels. They were all at the time I wasn't sponsored by Akuma, so I was fishing Calcutta's mostly. So I had a couple TEs. Oh fuck, um, dude! Uh, I had some Phoenix rods. Had you know some Shimano rods. A couple Those were the, rods. The, the, sure. Gone. Yeah, gone. Maui Jim sunglasses gone. All my tackle. Gone. Didn't you have any of the floater shit on there? No, because I had been doing it for so long. I you never, said I, I never tied, yeah, any, I never tied anything down yeah. or anything. And the fish in the live well gone. Oh. And so I'm, I, I, I ride it up. And one of the things that, like, as far as safety goes, I had my PFD on. I always wear it, just like in the boat. Like, do you well, always wear it in the boat too? Yeah, all you guys. Yeah, the only time I take it off is when we're you fishing, stop. when we're when we're stopped and okay. we're fishing in the area. But I gotta fucking get one, dude. I don't. I, I yeah, should, we know. we have epurbs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I should. So, but when I kayak fished, I always had it on. Yeah, because you don't know if you're gonna get hit in the head or whatever. I have kids. I have family. People that love me. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, Or you think you did. So anyway, uh, a lot of people don't know how to get back in the kayak. I know how to get back in the kayak. You go you go belly to butt. So you lay across it, belly, and then you, 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 you switch to your butt. So I'm sitting there, and I'm not shooting you. I started tearing up because what I love to do is fish, and everything that I had that I love God, is dude. on the bottom of the ocean. And I was just like, I remember I just started paddling in, and someone passed her, like, looked at me, and they're like, Moya, where's all your gear? And, like, I'm like... <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> mm-hmm. dude. So, this is, it had to be, like, February, because I had kind of told people where I had, had lost my stuff. 
And uh, a guy had hooked one of my rods and almost got it all the way up. Oh, he told me at Friend Hall sucks, in that area, dude. and he's like, it went to the boat. But uh, I had I was working um, Jim Salmon's booth during Fred Hall, and, and and the community of fishing when someone gets stuff stolen, yeah, or loses stuff, man, that's when the outpour comes in. Such a such a cool tight. You no, know, this is definitely. really good. And, like people are like. Here, dude, I got this, or I'll give you fifty percent off on on this rod, and like I end up like being able to like recuperate all my stuff. Like Maui Jim, sent, awesome, Maui Jim sent me sunglasses. Yeah, um, it was just it was, that was probably my biggest like oh my god like why didn't I have my stuff tied down? Yeah, and after that, <laughs> <laughs> things were tied down or stored. You know, so. yeah, Justin's son. Uh, Left his his he had a phoenix rod and a spinning mm-hmm. reel and just the park up the street and he left it there, so they like called around to look for it and I'm not sure who it was but two dudes came to Justin's house and gave him two phoenix rods and reels. Oh, that's right. Awesome. Just because yeah. his son lot like it was his son shit. If it was mine, I'd be like, I'll fucking buy one. Yeah, or he would be the same way. But your kid, it's like, yeah. and especially Justin's kid is like about fishing. That's all he fucking wants to do. So yeah, it was cool like hearing. You know, people reach out like that. Yeah. Big guys reach out. And, and, and I try to pay it forward. When, yeah. When I have, like, like, when I hear things like that, I try to reach out yeah, to people. Yeah, definitely, man. And I know Mike and Scott do the same thing, you know. Yeah. like um We're fortunate enough to have sponsors and to get gear, you know. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, like gear that's expensive, like, basically just give it away. That's cool, yeah. dude. That's cool. How about it's you all about good, the kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, right? Yeah. You have a good uh, rookie mistake for us. Um, the one, the one that stands out for me was uh, a tournament that I fished at Lake Casitas. Uh, I was probably I don't know sixteen. I was actually managing a Turner's Out. I used to be a tackle manager for Turner's Outdoorsman. Which one? Uh, Fountain Valley. Okay. And Stanton. Okay. Um, but uh, there was another. Wait, you were a manager at sixteen? Yeah. I was in high school. Sixteen. Man, you're fucking not fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, to, we told you he knows everybody. I was trying to figure out girls when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, there was another I guy. blasting him. <laughs> you were what? <laughs> there was another one of our, uh, my coworkers, uh, Corey Hopgood, good friend of mine. And he... Um, was like, hey, let's you know fish this tournament, and I'm like, all right. He's been he he was getting his boat ready for like two or three weeks. He had some engine issues and stuff, so he called me up and he's like, yeah, I got the boat ready. Let's go, let's go do it. And I'm like, right on. So we went and and uh, get to the tournament and dump the boat in, and he dumps me in, and I'm on the trolling motor, and uh, I'm waiting for him to you know park the truck and come down. And I kind of luckily I looked back and I saw the whole back of the boat just filling with water. Oh, like where, where the console was and everything i'm like oh my god so i got on the trolling motor as fast as i could put it on high five and went as far as i could on the on the ramp and just tried to beach it up onto the ramp and uh because this was an older boat it wasn't gonna float it was gonna sink yeah so <laughs> we we i got it as close as i could and as i was getting closer the back end was going down and going down and going down and it finally hit uh i lowered the trim on the on the engine had the scag kind of hit the yeah hit, hit the ramp and it just kind of settled there, but all of our gear kind of started floating out of the boat, oh, you know. Fuck. And uh, 
he came down. He's like, "Oh my god, we got it on the trailer!" But yeah, we 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 basically sunk that plug. Boat. Was yeah. it a plug? He he forgot oh, to put the plug in. Fuck man! And it's uh, always the plug or the kill switch. Well, the thing that sucked about it is he had worked so hard to get his engine running, <laughs> and his engine was flooded now with water. We were trying to get it started and couldn't get it started, so we just dumped it in and just went off the uh, trolling motor. We actually did pretty good. I think we got like fourth place in that. No way! Just, just right the, the trolling motor, yeah. right there. Just went right into that right wow. side cove, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, throwing big old eight and eleven inch worms and fish whisper. Yeah, made, it's it, made it happen. <laughs> but I think that's probably a big rookie mistake. Yeah, <laughs> always remember the plug. Scotty P, the butt, yeah. the butt plug. Yeah, there's not. And now, from that experience, I don't think I've ever launched a boat without physically right. touching oh dude physically dude. touching the plug yeah dude yeah i'm the yeah. same i'm the same i had, I had a bu- i had a, a plug issue with my son one time dude when i got to i got to i, I docked it and water was just coming out like the, and, and i was like had to get the boat put it back on the trailer Bad ever Moyer. since then pull, Bad le- pull legend Exculpin? Yeah. Yeah, hook up. You good? I paint. No one? No, I'm good. You good? Okay. Don't, don't drink on the sink. I'm not going to last. You don't want one. Oh, no, I'm drink. good, bud. Thank you. Matt Moyer. Don't drink. Don't drink. <laughs> don't drink. Everyone's getting loosey-goosey over here. <laughs> don't drink on the sink. <laughs> Dude, 100%. You uh, never drink on the sink. Uh, baits for your guys because you guys use a lot of the um, you're burning in the kelp. What yes. are you using your bait that you're using? Big ponchos, big ponchos. But so let's break it down more than that. So, but before we um, met Big Poncho or started with Big Poncho, um, Scotty and I really broke down the weedless fishing for us. You know, so you know um, every island that we fish, Santa Cruz, Catalina, and San Clemente Island, and then local. We have different um, uh, weedless baits that we use for those um, for those different, like different company. No, nope. well, the same. well, at the time, we at did. the time we did. Okay. But yeah. then we created with Poncho. We created different baits for different islands. So and he pours them for you too. Yes. Okay. Right. So so the first so Catalina Island. Right. So Catalina, you know, basically our rigs for Catalina is weedless and a rip bait. Basically, that's it. And iron, right? Yeah, rip, from time to time. Like, hey, what rip bait do you guys like to use? Um, Yozuri's. The, the Yozuri's, oh, really? yeah. Yeah, the yeah. LC's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are amazing, and they, yeah. like, draw big fish for yeah. some reason. Dude, those things at Coronado's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something about that LC Yozuri. Yeah, it, yeah. The but, big one, the larger one. Yeah, yeah. they, they it, love they it. They crush dude. that. And the Daiwa SP Minnow, too. It's a cheap. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I like the Rapala. The Rapala, yeah, the Rapala. The Rapala, yeah, Rapala. Rapala makes a really good one. I started too. throwing one from the surf. Uh, X, X-Rap. The X-Rap. Yeah. The X-12, I think it's called. Yeah. It's weedless. Uh, Chris was using them. Lilith and single they cast. Hook, single hooks? I think they have the single hooks, mm-hmm. but they cast fars. Long casting. Yeah. 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 Fuck, dude, I'm at the beach. I could fucking cast it. Yeah. yeah, way out that's the well, That's the Yozuri. The LC is long cast. Yeah, and those okay. things. Yeah. Those things bomb. Yeah, they, they they cast farther than an iron. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So anyway, with the weedless thing, we the Catalina like or any any time when slack tide would come up, you know, you you really don't want that big thumping tail. You know, um, we used to use uh, Corey's MC. Um, okay. 
uh, weedless. And then, like, if the the fish were really active and you really wanted a big thump, the pearl swim bait because you, you you move it a little bit slower, but it had that fucking had beautiful that tail, that fucking just side mm-hmm. to side. The whole bait would go side to side. So anyway, when we started working with uh, Poncho, we had to start creating different weedless for the scenarios that we found out. So like at Clemente, we used one called the, it's like the OG baby grump, right? So it's really thick. It's stout. It's five inches, I believe, but it has that, it just has a wider profile and that bait pretty much is go to all the time. So when you, when you want that bait made, do you tell them, Hey, do you kind of draw it out or carve it or just say, no, we just work with, he, 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 he's he's designing them. And we're just taking them. Okay. Yeah, we're just taking, like, he'd give us one and we'd be like, hey, Poncho, is there a way you can make this one a little wider? Okay. Or I love the way this one moves, but it needs to be a little bit longer. Right. Okay. And and if you know Poncho, Poncho has about 150 different baits that no one's ever (laughs) seen. He's like, like, dude, I made the five inch, but I just came out with a (laughs) 5.15. And it's called the winky eye. <laughs> but so so with that, and then we created the game changer, which is a uh, uh, it, it's just a, it has no eyes. It's a basic best bait ever. It, it is a it's a great. It's my bait. go-to. It's a seven-inch bait. Um, it has that big wobble tail. It goes side to side. Um, you but can burn it. You can burn it, but not not as fast as the baby grump, right? No. So then, when we started fishing Santa Cruz Island, right, we noticed that they really didn't like the weedless right up on the surface. So he created this one called the Angry Grump, and it had a little bit more of a, um, a, a slanted, a slanted head. head on it. So what would happen is they liked it fast, but we could burn it. But with that slanted thing, it would stay about a foot underneath the water. Yeah, yeah. And they fucking loved that thing. And that was the Angry Grump. So it had angry eyes. It was, it was skinnier. <laughs> it was skinnier, and you could yeah. burn it, but it would stay like a foot underneath the water, which was key at, San, at Santa Cruz. And so we had all these little different ones. And then once you start to figure out those different ones, because we specialize in weedless fishing, weedless and yeah. fat and burning. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's yeah. how we, that's all we do. That's all we do. And Any so time you go to the island, you're just going to, that's all we're, that's all you're focusing You're just on. looking for big, big bites. You're just yeah. looking for big fish. But at the end of the day, you know, we might throw a swim bait. We might throw an iron, you know, just for shits and giggles. But at yeah. the end of the day, if you want to tournament fish, we're going to fast one and we're going to burn weedless mm-hmm. baits. So when and you're tournament fishing, you're not looking for anything other than five big bites. You just want five right. bites. And those kelp, where you can fish that bait. But you can fish anywhere. Yeah. Weedless, you fish it everywhere. Yes, yeah. everywhere. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. These, so these, guys, these guys fish weedless so, in the bay. So let's, let's, fish, we fish them in the bay for spotties. Yeah. So, really? so understand this, that when we say when we burn fast, the reason we're doing it is not because we're looking for hungry fish and this, that, and the other. The, the speed of how we fish pisses those fucking calicos off. And when it does, they become very territorial. Mm-hmm. And so if we, the key thing for, like, fast winding a five-inch swim bait on a special head that we have, we throw it out there. We put a rod tip up at 12 o'clock, and we burn as fast as we can until we get – you ever see when you get that bait up there and you make that V-wake? Yeah. Right? So you get that V-wake going. But then you want to wind it fast enough to where every three to six feet – it pops out just a little bit. just goes boop, right? Because calicos don't like a lot of... Because we fish frogs and all that shit, and they don't like a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But every once in a while, it just makes it look like a fleeing bait, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is it triggers... Whatever calicos around is going to fucking trigger them, yeah. right? So if it's a 12-inch calico, 13-inch calico, this is where this is where we benefit from, right? 
you have a 12 inch calico coming out, you have a 14 inch calico out, and I'm burning it, I'm keeping it away from them. Until I, you can see them. I can see them because yeah. it's all top water, mm-hmm. right? Until I see that six and seven pounder that's coming up behind him, and I wind it until he's he's ready to eat because they're lazy, right? So they're Damn. waiting for. So they got the small ones going, bam, 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 mm-hmm. and then the big ones come by to eat the, you know, and then I see it, I pause it, boom, and and I can see everything, and he eats it, bam. Then Scotty's right behind me, so oh, if there's no. two yeah. of them or whatever, because back in the day when Scotty and I first started fishing, we'd always have a um an Alabama rig on a fucking stout rod, just right there. So if I'm like got chased, I'm a Scotty chasers. He would wind in, grab that rod, and he'd go in there and just slap it. Bam! And, dude, you have... Because once they come up to the up to the bow of the boat and they're all there clouding, dude, they're fucking on stupid mode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you throw an Alabama ring, you got six, seven pounders all trying to fight. Dude, we just bouncing five or six. Do you guys still use an Alabama rig, too? No. Not as much. No. Not for Calico. We're a little more selective no. now, yeah. I think. And, and, we, we've, well, well, t- we've tuned our shit. Yeah, okay. we've gotten it kind of tuned in to where we know... You know, we can yeah. roll a zone and, yeah. you know, we can pull a six here or pull a seven, draw seven from here. Or, yeah, know. that's the interesting stuff. I mean, people. And, and we do like teamwork shit. Like, you know, one Scotty will have a bigger bait and I'll have a smaller bait. Mm-hmm. He'll cast out first and then I'll cast out behind him, which is five feet, you know, or opposite, you know, depending on how the fish are reacting, mm-hmm. how well, we read it. Which is cool because that means someone's got to. Take the shitty into the stick usually to no, but not really. You're not saying, but it's working as a team. Right, like yeah. but working that's as it. a team. Yeah, that's you're collectively cool. working for that's you know, a cool bigger thing. fish. I yeah. think one of the things with the weedless too is that when you're reeling it and you can see it, you're concentrating on that bait, right? Scotty and Mike taught me that you're not looking at the bait; you're looking behind the bait. All right, yeah. So, so you're sitting there burning it, and like that's the, like what he was saying. Like I'll be like, oh, followers. Like this, right? <laughs> and they're usually the small ones. Yeah. And, and, and you're reeling through them. Uh-huh. No, not that one. And, dude, we're seriously talking like this. Not that one. Not that one. Oh, that's the one. You yeah, know, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I learned that from just fishing with them. Very first time with the San Clemente Island. Dude, <laughs> when it was going Richter. Yeah. I mean, giants coming out of no, yeah. nowhere. And I was like, I had, like, I'm not kidding you, probably – Two sevens and an eight following my Fuck, bait, man. and I and I, I tell them, "Oh, look at those giants following!" And oh my god, and I was like freaking out, and I just kept reeling all over the boat. And Mike just takes and does a circle eight with his rod and sticks an eight like a musky fucking yeah, because Moira just rolled all the way in, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm like, they just swiped at it, and then he, I missed it, you know, because I set the hook, and Mike's like. Why the fuck are you setting the that's hook? What I, just hey, that's just, what I did when I no, fucking you just trying. keep you just reel. Yeah, until yeah. you really fill and load up, and then yeah. that's when you. Set yeah, the load that's up. what I didn't realize when I was burning it in the. You know, like it fucking didn't mm-hmm. load up. I get bit. I thought I did, but like a frog, kind of like my uncle told me, just let it fucking take it and just keep mm-hmm. reeling. You gotta keep reeling until it yeah. loads up. But yeah. we all do it. I mean, we get so excited because they dude. just go <laughs> off, dude. It's the most. Most amazing thing ever when when they when they start going out like missiles like that. Bro. Yeah, I think you just blew my eardrum out, guy. Well, better than blowing something else out, <laughs> like my O ring. <laughs> but yeah, man, calico bass fishing, man, like it's so badass. It is tuna fishing, badass. Fishing's just badass. Yeah, you know, it's just being on the water's badass. It is, dude. It's it's therapy for all of us. You know, this is you know, like this shit right here, dude. We get to talk about everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and dude, and then you get to hang out. Dude, we've been on so many trips, 
and blessed by people that we get to meet in this industry. And then now our kids, you know, dude, that's my whole goal in life is that, you know, I hope hopefully Isaiah will do a couple of things, but I know Badger is, but you know, when they leave, they don't want to hang out with us anymore, but I'm trying to create nope. shit that they want to come do. Like, yeah. Hey dad, let's go fucking fish. Dude, I want to hang out with my kids. I know that they're not going to want to hang out with me, but if I create some cool ass shit and make it fucking like yeah. memories, Dude, that's shit that they'll never forget, dude. Like, I I do so much crazy shit with my kids <laughs> that my goal is that when they drive down the street, everything they fucking see reminds me of me. Like, fuck, you remember when dad did that? You remember when dad yeah, did that? Yeah, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. fucking my goal, man. You know? Just so, like when you pulled up in the ride, dude. I always remember. I told <laughs> you that. <laughs> Hit them switches. My <laughs> 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 kid, dude, my kid would lose his shit, dude, if I fucking did oh, that. Oh, dude. He'd be so stoked. Wait bro. till next year, bud. Yeah. Wait till I do it next year. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's in a hovercraft. Why, why do they call you, uh, why is your name Mike Woling? Wow. wow. I'm sorry. Wow. wow. Wait, why is I really wow. wish you had a video right now because I'd fucking show you. <laughs> so in the Lane family you, tradition. You should show him anyway. Don't so, even tell you. Right, so in my, fam- my, family, my family tradition. So when I was 13, my dad woke me up when I was drunk. We and can he's do all live and he's all, hey, video. dad, look. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just see, Nick? Wow. Yeah. So what, what did you just see, Nick? The brown eye. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it used to say wow. I think now with all my fucking hemorrhoids it says <laughs> it says wit. <laughs> I'm like Mike Wit. <laughs> do, do a handstand. Oh, mom? <laughs> no. Mim. 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 Oh, oh yeah. what a great story, dude. Yeah, what a yeah. great story. So, anyway, I've done some flashbys, you know, on the boat. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's all in, it's all in good fun. Um, So, we'll start kind of closing up. Yeah. I mean, this has been our longest so far. I think almost two hours, two and a half hours. So, uh, where can they catch you at if they want to check out what you're doing? So, Mike Wild Lane on my Instagram. Uh-huh. Mike Lane on Facebook. Okay. Ballast Point Fishing Team on our Dallas Point Fishing Team Instagram, yeah. but pretty much you know um, that's it. <laughs> what about sponsors? Sponsors. I'm, I'm, I really want to talk about our sponsor. Right yeah, now. So Dallas Point, dude. I mean, just they—they're just amazing. So we're blessed to have them, right? Uh-huh. So we don't take you know it's it's just a blessing to have them because they've really pumped up our who we are because yeah. of Dallas Point because they're so huge, you know, and people want to follow because of Dallas Point, you know. Um, another one that I'm really stoked on. So, and and dude, Mike Holiday at Costa Sunglasses, all time, dude, best guy ever. Just a just a great human being. Like, and the company itself on what they stand for and what they do, and just being like, you know, let's do stuff that's right, not for money. Let's yeah. just do stuff that's right. And dude, I really respect that. And um, it's it's really cool. We have. You know, we have amazing sponsors. Akuma. Akuma. Dude, look, Akuma gear. I've I fished with a lot of gear. I'm not even going to say names about it. But yeah. I fish. Sky and I, dude, I'm really rough on my gear. I don't wash them. I don't take care of them. <laughs> I, I just don't. That's not, and, dude, my Komodos, I'm th- three seasons. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know new, I mean? The new SS, the yeah. stainless steel gearing, yeah. is amazing. You put a couple drops, dude. 
Dude, yeah. it's, it's game over. Dude, the new, that new Komodo 200 they just came out dude, with the yeah. SS. I just uh, seen that. Oh, like, dude. Fuck, hey, man. that little thing's got 20 pounds of drag. It's dude. money. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I caught that and the black price, sea bass. the price on. isn't that bad either, dude, the, right? that's the thing. Mm, the like price point. Yeah, that's good, dude. Dude, the price point. Yeah. And, and it's those, just awesome. The those rods. P, those PCHs are under 200 bucks. They're phenomenal rods. Yeah. Phenomenal. Definitely. The, and then now with the tuna gear, do we're fishing the Makairos, the Androses, the, um, the Soros. The Soros. They're mean, just coming out now. They just redid their um, me, uh, uh, their Metalloid, Metalloid series. The Metalloid series Sorry, are yeah. like, just like the Androses. Yeah. 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 And dude, the other one, Mike and Scott just hooked me up with Sims gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> and I fished in that tournament. It was raining. Dude, Gore-Tex. <laughs> like, no, I agree with you. I went out with us. Uh, it's worth and, the money. And Joe at a film fishing with the guest uh, with uh, Seth, and then me and Joe were there filming, and it started raining at Diamond Valley. Like mm-hmm. fucking, it was like the ocean on his bass boat. Yeah, Ugh. and I'm like, bro, and I had fucking jeans on, and I had a a, oh, work, no. a work jacket that was like waterproof. Right, right, right. Oh, fuck, man. I'm like, fuck this. I'll tell you, we're doing that. You know, back you know in the day, like, yeah, we like, used to. Well, that's the whole thing is like back back before we had this type of technical gear, um, you know, we would layer because, you know, we were running the island at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, and In the wintertime, it's 39 degrees. I bet. And you're running at 40 miles an hour. You're they, freezing. <laughs> you'd you know, be running like you, this. You're, 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 you're like the, so yeah, much fucking it's clothes like the, on, dude. You know, remember the kid in uh, A Christmas Story yeah. when, he, when he falls down? I mean, we were dressed like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, Sims, that their, their technical gear, the way that they layer and the way that their clothing breathes and, and – yeah. and, and, and does what it does lightweight super lightweight now i wear maybe one layer below my 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 rain gear Mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm roasting in it yeah and it breathes and you can sweat out of it but it's waterproof yeah it's and you get fishing so like when you get to the island you take 20 minutes taking all your shit off but now you just you get know, there because it's so light. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. It's it's That's phenomenal. Nice. That's, Dude, I mean, and they've come out. They've been trying to do a little push in the salt, so they came out with some boots. Oh, the boots are yeah, boots phenomenal. are amazing. You know, uh, I, the big problem that I always had with boots is they kept you dry, but you sweated your feet off in them. Yep. You know, your feet. Yeah, you, you they take off and, and you feel your feet. You're like, gosh, they're. Am I getting? Are yeah. They, are they wet? Am I getting them in? This stuff, dude. It it keeps you perfectly waterproof. But they breathe, so when you pull them off, they don't vacuum lock to your feet. Right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Definitely. And you can pull and, them off, and you're and you're dry. I don't know if you had the same problem. Though. You'd be cold as hell in those things yes, too. You they're know cold. What I mean? yeah. But these ones, dude, they're thick. Like oh, really? And with my knee, I got terrible knees. Uh-huh. So do it. The, the, cold yeah. weather really fucks you. Do yeah. you know what saved me with the sea deck? Oh, sea deck is phenomenal. Yeah, never on a boat without sea deck. And it, the thing hey, is, like, you guys have some crazy sea deck wraps on your on, yeah. on the top of the decks. Yeah, I've seen them makes yeah. a huge difference, man. Yeah, not not just with sound, no, but I mean, yeah, sound comfort com- comfortability. Did I say that right? <laughs> comfortability. <laughs> yeah, your fatigue level, yeah. man, throughout the day. Yeah, you know, standing on sea deck as yeah. opposed to a regular I deck bet, is saves your back. Yeah, it's huge. Great. So, Anyone man, else you guys can think? Canyon of? coolers. Canyon there coolers. Yeah, we switched over to Canyon a few years ago, probably three years ago. Phenomenal yeah. uh, product as yeah, well. Man, the ice retention on those things. I mean, we, we've kept ice. We had a tournament at Lake Elsinore that oh, was yeah. like 100 and, what was it, like 110? It was 100, yeah, it was 108, 110. Yeah, it was like 108, 110 fuck. for two days or three yeah, days? Yeah, two days. Two days. We bought three bags of ice yeah. and kept it the whole weekend. 
And you, that tournament's coming up, right? Dude, yeah. you've got to do that. Cinco, Cinco, is Cinco de Mayo. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Dude, so it's so just like a fun fish. Dude, it is the best event of the year. $230 gets you two days of fishing. And you can stay at the hotel. Which is with the casino. casino. With the casino. All we do is drink beer, how play, many, play how many boat How many boats usually in there? 100? Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah. There's 80. kayaks and all, all this stuff, but there's a lot. But it's, it's not about, but it's not about that. It's Dude, about the people. people. Like, right. like, yeah, I, no, I, I'll tell them why. Like, Dude. you know, Sergio <laughs> from funny. Angler Chronicles. Yeah. Sergio helps out with William at, at William's Bait and Tackle. It's now called the Bobber, which is which his tackle rest, store on the, on the lake and, and restaurant. Um, but uh, they put on an amazing event, and the people that, that have been fishing this event fish it every single year. So it's mm-hmm. all the same guys. So mm-hmm. we get together with all those guys and have fun. Like Moyer said, you know, we'll have a few beers, play some some cornhole. Don't and- play uh, poker with Scotty, though. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brutal. I just go all in. It's be, it's be <laughs> every time. Everyone. The all food, in. Yeah. Dude, I'm the, all in. The food's good there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, that's the thing. It's it's fun. Hey, that's great to hear yeah. from you. I mean. Yeah. No, we, sure, we have a blast. We have yeah. a blast. And, do you know, and I want to speak a little bit on Sergio, too, man. Sergio, throughout our whole career, dude, he's uh-huh. really helped us out in our career. The whole Angler Chronicle yeah, team. Yeah. I've watched his show. I mean, I mean you know, he's. Forever. We haven't been able Uncle to Uncle Serge. Uncle Serge, dude. He's uh <laughs> And he loves our kids, dude. He fucking he, he's just he's a stand, he's a stand he's a stand up of a guy as, as they come, and and he just you know in the beginning of what we were trying to do as a team, uh-huh. um, and in on the marketing side, what we were trying to do for our sponsors, um, he just took us in like we were his kids, super supportive, and anything Amazing. anything that he could do to help us, he did, and and continues to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he opens he's opened up so many doors. And um, it's it's kind of hard to thank a guy that does that kind of stuff for you. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's it was huge for us. I mean, being able to, I mean, giving us pretty much carte blanche on any radio shows that we wanted to do, any TV shows that we want to do. He, he would come to us. Hey, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. You guys want to yeah. do this TV show? Yeah. You guys want to do this? Do you want to do that? It's awesome. I mean, to have that, you know, support is is huge. No, I hear you. Like you, you guys were one of the first uh, when I reached out to Matt to come on. Like I always say, dude, it was fucking pulling teeth, dude, to get people on here. It was like hard as fuck. And, uh, you know, C's, EB, you guys, even though your episode didn't get fucking bad, <laughs> you had too many yeah. fucking wobbly pops. When you, <laughs> you know, but, um, uh, yeah, like I think, thanks for coming on. And in the beginning, you guys were one of the, you know, first Well, I people think to, what you're doing is great. Thanks. Yeah, and, yeah and, this and, is the and, stuff and we like want to support. Like yeah. we were talking about Sergio, what he was saying about Sergio. Yeah. This kind of stuff brings the community together. And you might not know it right now, but if you continue, like, I, I think I talked to you earlier this week. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I'm so busy. I'm trying to put the put this together. And yeah, you've got these episodes. <laughs> but when you're geeked out and you're addicted to fishing and you're sitting in your car and I can listen to a podcast <laughs> and it's raining outside. Yeah. Dude, what you're doing is awesome. And like I said, the payment is like, I, I'm like, okay, this is my question. I want to ask you guys burning the fucking baits. I'm trying to learn how to fucking do this. Cause I'm new. So the payment to me is finding information from dudes that are fucking, you know, really, really good at it. So like, like I said, we really appreciate you like answering the questions 
And I'm sure they could reach out to you guys if they have a question. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys do. Thing. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys uh, uh, PM me all the time yeah, on dude. social media. We get back to everybody. Yeah. So any uh, questions, so, anything, yeah. any anything. I mean, I've, I've I've taken pictures of stuff and shown it to people. Like this is what we do. This is how to rig it. Dude. This is this yeah. is the gear we use. This is the rods you need to use. And you're not for. like yeah, that's what it's cool. Is like anyone can do it, man. You yeah, know? especially now that we're not really competing as much. So, yeah. <laughs> we're going to tell you whatever. I'm now, now if we start competing again at one time, hey, don't, don't ask us shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what answer you're going to get. <laughs> no, but I, like like me, I'm an open book, you know. Uh, yeah, you, you can are. get me. <laughs> you can get me on uh, Instagram at Destroyer619. But also, if you have cooking questions on fish, I specialize in, in cooking fish. Yeah, I do. Um, I know how to care for fish. Um, you know, I, I, my culinary background goes to the age of 19. And I'm, I'm 43, so I, I get back to time, people. bro. Yeah, and, and I'm always on Instagram, and I'll get back to you right away. Boy, you're a legend. And I try to help people. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> I meant that. I know, hundred percent. I know, I know you did, <laughs> but uh, no, but 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 seriously, and like, uh, I love fishing, and like, I always try to promote the people that are doing well for fishing. So for you, Mike, Scott, I don't know if you guys have seen Prism Wildlife. That's what I was going to talk about Dude, next. Yeah, insane pictures. Yeah, talk about like, that, Scott. The guy, the the guy just got on the the front page of uh, Pacific we Coast. Saw that. Yeah, congrats, bro. Thank you, That's thank you. Cool, man. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> I, it started out as kind of a hobby thing. Um, a good friend of mine, Ed Smith, uh, kind of got me, kind of got the bug going for Ed's me. The with best. The, Ed's awesome, <laughs> and because uh, he was <laughs> what he was doing is he wanted to take photos, so he was coming out with me and Mike when we were tuna fishing or, or bass fishing. He was taking photos. And uh, I started looking at him like, ah, oh, that's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of a technical kind of guy with fishing and anything else. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of technical. I could kind of get into that. So um, started doing, you know, some, some photography and uh, started doing some hiking and getting out and doing, and I kind of figured out like, oh, I, I kind of like photography, you know, taking pictures of wildlife. And uh, it got me and my kids out. I was able to, you know, yeah, go on some dude, cool definitely. hikes and Mike and his kids, we'd meet up and go hiking and. His son was taking pictures. My, my my daughter carries a camera with her, you know, got them into it. And it just kind of bloomed from there as kind of a little hobby. And then it was like, well, man, we're out, we're out fishing all the time. I could get some really cool photography stuff. You it know? just yeah. sucks when the tuner going, dude, and Scotty picks up the camera instead of the rod. Yeah. How about when Scotty uh, got his camera, Bones got Scotty's camera wet? Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, hey, dude, he dude, dude flip out. he's got this lens. It's like. Almost as big as my cock. <laughs> so it's two inches. <laughs> you said it's it's not not it. Day. It's, it's one of those micro lenses. But dude, I watched Scotty for like 20 minutes, like trying to get the salt water out of this thing, and he was so mad. Oh, yeah. No, and I, the cool thing is, is like, uh, it's hard, like you said. Uh, I bought a camera for filming, but you could take pictures of the Canon, like an EO6, like right. a Rebel. Uh, I don't know anything about it. So, but yesterday was my first, my kid's first drumline in high school competition. So I'm like excited as fuck. He's been trying to be where he's at for like three years. First competition, he had that big surgery, so it's like he felt good to do it. So I'm like, I've been waiting for this forever, and I'm like, do I watch it or take fucking pictures? You know, right, like you right. know, this is a big moment yeah. for my son. I'm like, fuck. 
but I took pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't get to see like part of his little solo thing he did, and I'm, but I got good pictures of him, like, you know. Yeah. So. Well, there were, we were remember we were fishing uh, northwest corner, and Scotty saw the uh, falcon oh, on that on that crab oh, on the crab on the crab trap. Crab trap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're fishing, and Mike and I are fishing, and, and he goes, oh, oh. He like grabs all the stuff. He's like, "Mike, get closer!" And I'm like, "Mike's like, oh god." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like tuna fishing has to be a rule. Like, no tuna picks until we got one tuna on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. I'm sure. It's yeah, like you I'm got two. Well, for me, your mind is split in half. Yeah, you know? it's like we get on the water so much. So, I mean, I've caught you know hundreds and hundreds of tuna, and you know they're great. It's fun, but it's uh, it, I, I kind of like you know taking those images that most people don't see don't they, see they don't get to see they it. don't get to see it because, yeah, because when, when that stuff's them. happening they're more worried about fishing yep and um i was i've been able to get some really cool photography out on Bad the water I, I think we take a lot of stuff for granted it's like like when people say do you ever see dolphin out there i'm like dude i've been in like schools of 300 yeah. right just around yep. the boat yeah, and whale. I mean, we see whales. And yeah, dolphins. even like when I'm in store, like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I'll be there. There'll be like hundreds of dolphins. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And I'll have someone with me. They'll be like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, we fucking see dolphins all the time. I get a fuck. I want to go fish. Yeah. Dude, you know what yeah, I want yeah. Scotty to get? A thresher shark coming out of the water. Dude. How I, sick would that picture be? Yeah. And I've had like like free swimming threshers off of Point Loma in La Jolla just come out of the water on bait. I caught My cousin caught one on a light spinning rod, dude crazy <laughs> i'm like what the fuck do you have it's burning we look about 50 fucking feet out and we see that fucking pressure jump out as a chef nice. I was like, as a chef have you ever, oh, t- have you ever tasted one no is it oh. Good? oh it's the best oh it tastes so good yeah. but you know what so good. they're they have puppy dog eyes like dude, they're, they're so so hard that to kill thing with a bat dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's give michael that fucking house mako's good too I do. I don't really kill too many sharks, though. No. But if I catch a thresher, it's dead. Thresher. <laughs> They're so Dude, good. So B- good. Black and blue shark. Blackening spice on it. You get it seared. Mm-hmm. Throw blue cheese on it. Yeah. Finish it in the oven. <laughs> melt it. Fuck that all up. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if I can't put it on the trigger, I'm not dude, fucking doing it. Blue dude. cheese is straight ass, dude. Are you kidding? I thought you I ate, I thought you really? ate ass. Fed <laughs> Not blue cheese ass. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, Brazilian wax ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like battery oh, acid, bud? <laughs> hey. <laughs> where, can, where can they get you at, Scotty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, on Instagram, I'm at Scotty Pethel. And uh, you can get me your at photos uh, too. Uh, Ballast Point Fishing Team. Uh, you can get all three of us at. And then uh, Prism Wildlife. You can get my photography Great. stuff. And again, with the photography stuff, I do I do a lot of stuff with manufacturers. I mean, that's one of the things that I think has helped our team quite a bit is Mike does a lot of videography. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of photography. So, you know, we'll get like Yozuri or Sims or any of our companies, Okuma, and they need certain shots on the water shots or product shots. Yeah. I can get I can get anything they need. Yeah. So it just brought another dynamic into it, you know what I mean? Helps. It no, helps definitely. a lot. Makes me. That's why I was thinking about doing the video thing, but it's a lot, dude. It is a lot. It's fucking a lot. It's but like there's a, so many apps now, dude. You just make it, throw that shit in there, well, let it do it I for you. I bought Premiere and I fucking yeah. But it's like just use the uh, GoPro app, dude. Or how Quick. for? Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll Quick about on the phone. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, thanks guys for coming on. Uh, 
Fun, fun, fun podcast. You guys are fucking jokers. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, so, uh, let's do like a question thing next time. Yeah, we'll do a Q&A. We'll get you back on. Yeah, we and, definitely uh, want to do this quite a bit. We're going to be announcing something big in the next month, so uh, it'll be with the podcast. You might see all these guys soon somewhere, so uh, we'll let you know. Yeah, come say hi. We're heading to Fred Hall show. There you oh, go. Are you here? Huh? Well, whatever. Hey, hey next you year, see about Fred Hall shows. Hey, you see him there, you're, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys, again for everything. Much love and respect. I appreciate it. Thank you.